Rock 106.9. Welcome to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. We're online at wrqk.com. You're going to hear the <laughs> you're going to hear the address for that website a lot this morning. Fantone and I both took well hate email from inside our own building, yelling at us. wrqk.com is uh, is to be <laughs> it is to be a point of focus. For the next 16 days. If everybody listening right now would just go to it, I would think we could probably be good. But, you know, it's going to be like, oh, dude, I'm driving. What do you, you want know me to what, do? Dude? Yes, right now, while you're driving, pull your phone out. Go to the website. You know what? I'm going to go a step further. Do us a solid. Go there tomorrow, dude. <laughs> he seems pretty adamant about it. Welcome to the program. 1-800-243-7625. The number you'll need. To take part in the conversation and also win yourself some uh, Stansberry Show stocking stuffers. This thing is, uh, well, it, it was not well printed out by me, but let me uh, give you a look. <laughs> it was not. I'll admit it was not well printed out. I, I didn't use like the right format. But let me tell you what's going on today. So today being the 14th of December. Yep. At around 620 this morning, we'll get you hooked up with a $50 gift card for the Hard Rock Roxino. Then at like 720, Donato's $50 gift card. And then 8 a.m., TD's tailgate. And then 9... I believe tickets to see Bush out at the Hard Rock on uh, January the first. So a little New Year's Day plans there. Good times. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. How are you this morning, Phantom? Uh, pretty good, man. I can't complain too much at all, other than the uh, the the wintry vortex that we had to, to battle on yeah, our it way was. in. I uh, I didn't leave the house much at all yesterday. So when I went out to the car this morning and there was like all this snow on my car, I'm like, ooh. Yeah, there was a lot of snow. Speaking of which, there are some like school closings. There are some uh, late starts and that kind of thing. And again, you can get that info wrqk.com. There it is. That's not. I wasn't just trying to pedal there. That was me just trying to help you guys out. Ding the bell. Th- there are some late starts, some closings, a lot of stuff in T County. Check it out. wrqk.com. You didn't leave the house a whole lot yesterday, and uh, I feel like uh, you and I both owe the uh, the audience a little bit of an apology. Okay. 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 We hyped an event last night. This midget wrestling up at Busman. We had hyped that up pretty hard. And you and I both were interested in really going. And then it got right to the moment right before it started. And we texted one another. (laughs) Well, actually, it started around 630. Phantom texted me. He was like, you still on this? And I knew. I was like, he doesn't want to go. And I was hanging out with a friend. And I was like, oh, yeah, I think, you know, we're probably going to go. We're going to go. And I'll be honest, we got dressed, we put gloves on, we started, we, we walked, we, I think we got halfway there, and she looked at me, she was like, do you really want to go to this? And I was like, I don't know if I really want to go. <laughs> I was like, I want to go, I was like, it's not the street from my house, it's a spectacle, and you know, she started reminding me of all the cool things you can do inside when it's cold, and I was like, yeah, you know what, maybe, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah I got beer, I got, dude, we're good, maybe we'll wrestle. Yeah. I, uh, I, 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 the, when I was looking outside the window, I kind of knew, I'm like, oh, weather's bad. I don't know if I'm going to want to do this. And my girlfriend got home. And I don't want to say I'm kind of glad that it was, uh, you know, a female that kept you from going because it was kind of last night for me, too. My girlfriend was just like, no, I don't want to go to that. I don't want to go to that. I'm surprised your girlfriend's become like a wrestling, like a super fan now. She is, but I think it was, it was, it was one of those days yesterday where she like got home from work and she was just like, no, it's cold outside. I, you know, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm we've not, all, I mean, we've all been there. I'm not going to go stand in. Busman shoulder to shoulder with a bunch of hipsters that smell like clove cigarettes, and I just don't want to do it. So I'm like, fine, I'm just gonna go by myself. And I start taking a shower and getting ready for it. And I'm standing there, and I'm like, why am I gonna fight with my girlfriend over midgets right now? <laughs> like, why on earth?
worth would I put myself See, in a situation where I'm not going to get laid because of 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 like midgets. short people? Yeah, and I'm not doing that. Uh, so so I called the audible last night and decided not to go either. So I feel bad because we kept saying, "Oh, we're going to go, we're going to go, we're right. going to go," right. and I'm sure people went, and we were like, "Nope." And I we do know for sure people went, dude. That thing sold out in Buzzbin last night. Which kind of Tuesday makes- night, freezing cold, ton of snow, and dude, midget wrestling can sell out downtown. That's awesome. It makes me feel better about my decision for sure, and I kind of like to play. Yeah, this. I mean, had four people been there, I'd have been like, "Sorry, Mike, my so bad, dude." Bitch. But no, man, dude, I mean, dude, you you pack out Buzzbin, and obviously we sold some tickets, and uh, you know, for 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 the Stansberry show, I would say the twenty million strong represented well for us, and then sometimes it's all we can offer. Yeah, that's all you need. That's all, that's all we can do. <laughs> that's all we that's need. All we can do. We're just two idiots. They're twenty million idiots. I, uh, you know? I I wanted waffles. I can't lie. We were gonna get you know we were gonna get the you know the waffle place before walking over to Buzzbin to check the thing out. And like I said, she was just like, it's kind of cold, and I don't know. And she said to me, like she asked, she was like, are you even a wrestling person? I was like, oh god. Uh, not even no, a little. Hate it. No, not, not even a little. No. And, and then, so then she started asking more questions than I knew. I was like, yeah, we're turning around. We're, uh, we're done with this. Uh, the good news is, and I would say good news for me, you and anyone else that was not able to attend Midget Championship Wrestling at Buzzbin last night, I talked to Mike this morning, which, by the way, I don't know why the hell Mike's up, but he's up. Because he owns three businesses. I guess that's, so, that's dude. Why. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. when you're slinging waffles and craft beers, you gotta, you got to be awake for a lot of the day. Um, but they will be coming back. There's already talks of, like, well, when's it going to happen? Mike said he's going to try to get it on a weekend so that we can come out and make a whole big spectacle that of it. makes all the sense in the world. And, I mean, you know. Hey, Although, dude, I don't know. He did. He sold out. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was you gonna know? say, dude, you can uh, you can up your Tuesday business, but I, dude, I gotta tell you, you know what'd be great for that. And I'm probably getting way ahead of myself. And Mike's probably like, "Dude, what are you doing? I want to keep it in Busman." But how do you not put that on Market Square for like one of the summer like first Fridays? Right. How do you not do that? Right. That would be amazing. You wrote that whole thing off, sponsored by Busman. He's got his beer stands out there. You get them. You get the. And again, I feel terrible saying it. You get the midgets out there <laughs> flying around. I am mad I didn't get a picture with Huggy Cub. I wanted that, dude. I love Starsky and Hutch. So I thought the play on Huggy Bear was awesome. Um. I'm sure we could probably get something done for you in the future. I, you know, as long as Huggy Cub is 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 going to continue his career with MCW, I would assume well, he'll be. I mean, I can't one. imagine it's a real long life. I mean, I mean, I gotta imagine you get worn out on that on that pretty quick. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. But what else are you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? There's well, it's a, Christmas time. I bet ah, there's a ton of work right now. Oh, no, you're right. Actually, I didn't even think. I'm of that. surprised you can even find midget wrestling right now. There's all kind of midget work right now. Tis the season, dude. Fifteen dollars an hour right there. If you're gonna pay anybody anything. That's what they need. I mean, dude, kids are yelling at you, peeing on your lap. I mean, I, I got to be honest with you. That might be worth the money there. So, dude, I love our audience. They're already People are already sending me, like, photos of our website on Twitter. Like, yo, dude, I just went there. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for that. I am a, bonus. Thank you. I'm in a little bit of a dilemma. What do you got going on? And it's not... I don't, all right. I've been invited to do something for Christmas, and most of the time, I want to not do things for the holidays. I just kind of want to hang out by myself and do this. But I do kind of want to do this, right? I've been invited to Los Angeles for Christmas. Jeez. And I kind of want to go to LA, right? I mean, who wouldn't? It's freezing cold here, ton of snow. You get there, it's going to be like my buddy, you know, a couple of my friends out there were like, dude, it's going to be in like the mid-60s. You'll be fine. Everything's going to be great. And so my friend has asked me to go. And the problem is she's going there primarily to see her dad and her sister. Okay. For the holiday, right? 
Now, I know her dad and I know her sister. I know him well enough. I've been to, you know, many a meals with her. I, Avi is her dad's name. I love Avi. Great guy, right? But he legitimately wants me to marry his daughter. He's already said something about it. Like, he's like, hey, I hear you might be coming to L.A. He was like, by the way, he's like, didn't you guys say when you were 40, if you were both still single, you guys were just going to get together and do this? And we did. Now, the problem is we both said that when we were 36, not realizing how close 40 really was. Yeah, 40 right around the corner there. That was a bad decision. <laughs> that was a dumb move. you got to put at least 10 years when you yeah. put those stipulations on It was things. a dumb move. Minimum. So not, but her sister, her friends, everybody in, around the situation is kind of like, they always say to us, we're just waiting for the part of the movie where you two just give up and realize this is what this should be, and you guys get together. Um, I, I don't. And so I want to go to LA. I want to go do this, and they're getting tickets to the, like the Clippers games, and we're going to go do fun things. It's going to be fun, but I'm going to be out in a place where I don't know, like I don't know her friends all that well. Like I've only hung out with them a couple of times. I've hung out with their dad a couple of times when we've all been together. You know what I mean? But like nothing. I like these are people, and it's Christmas. Yeah. And so you can. Dude, you got to be careful when you start involving the other sex around this holiday because your mind can play tricks on you and you can start going, you know what? Oh, my God, I think I really do like this person like this. And I think I I mean, Christmas is a bitch like that. It'll totally get you. And she's awesome. But the problem is, is that she's always going to live one place. I'm always going to live here. And so there's no reason for us to try to entertain this idea, really, because what's going to happen is we're both going to leave L.A. We're both going to go back to where we live. And then it's going to be like, oh, well, what do we do that for? Because now, like, we're sitting here going, man, I wish this could be easier and just and it's crying not. and masturbating that's all you guys will be doing just, just I mean, tears and masturbation well, i guess i i guess all i'm risking is what i have right now so i mean <laughs> i guess it's really not that but it this feels and on top of this now you're talking money like the flight right. like the right. cheapest flight i found last night was like 570 and dude don't get me wrong obviously the flight's gonna be a big part of it but still then you're gonna have to talk about eating and then you're gonna have to talk about hotels and then you're gonna have to talk well, about like again she was like well we can and, stay at amy's which is her friends and she's like we can stay at my dad's you know two nights and then she's like we can Say it, you know. We can stay at Amy's for a couple of days, and then she's, you know. And I was like, well, you know, I got to be back on on New Year's Eve. I'm working, like I'm working clutch New Year's Eve. So, I'm, you know, she's not even getting into LA until Christmas Day. Like I was looking for flights from like the 23rd when we're for our first day off, and wanted to be back on the 29th. And she's like, well, I'm not even getting there till Christmas night, like 9:30. Now, you know, obviously, I don't know what the prior history with this woman is. I don't even know which woman you're talking about here. But what I'm going to say, and I think might be your best bet here. This is the woman who came and saw me over the summer. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then, obviously, you guys have a little little bit of a history. There's some history. There and, and yeah, there's obvi- a history for sure. There's a reason why you're keeping each other around in these situations. Um, what I would say is probably your best bet, instead of going exclusively out there for her, because if you do go, you're going to have to be out there with her, going everywhere with her and doing that. If I were you, I would go to Vegas, go see your family for a couple days. And then go over and to then, LA. And then go meet up in LA, meet up with her for a day or two. And as long as you can tolerate it, and then you're like, you're okay. either smart or a dick because you got my mom <laughs> into this equation where I'm already confused about another like a woman. Like I don't know, I don't know, I don't know which one of it it was. I don't like it. Yeah, I think that's your best bet. And then you have an easy out too of like, hey, I gotta head back to my mom's. I'm leaving from Vegas. You know what I'm saying? Ah, I'm gonna, I got plans with them. Oh, you know what? My brother will want to go into L. A. Anyway, they're yeah. gonna want to take the kid. Yeah. So we'll, you know what? We'll all just, yeah. yeah. All right. Tall guy figures it out for Stansberry. Maybe. Saving Christmas. All right. If I can find a flight. I kind of want to do it. I, I, I do. I kind of want to do it. But, like, I don't know. It's, it, 
you know, her and I both work in radio. We both know different people, separate people in LA who work in radio. So it was like going to be like this whole, yeah, you meet these, you know, I don't know. It sounds like a cool trip. Sounds like it could be a lot of fun. But like I said, it's going to be all week. Her dad's going to be like, so when are you going to marry my daughter? When are you going to marry my daughter? I can't believe I found one guy in America, in America that thinks it's a good idea. But he's been on me about it since the day he met me. He was like, I just feel like he's like, I just feel like you two are going to get married. Just pull the, you know, just pull the trigger and do it. Now, I don't think this at all. I don't think it's going to happen at all. But like, and so I was like, all right, well, I'll go and I'll hang out. We'll have fun and all this. And then I started thinking about it. And I was like, dude, this is like, no, this is sending no, <laughs> I don't think it's the best move. You can say you don't think that at all. You don't feel that at all. But I, mean, I really don't. But twice in one year, you're making uh, essentially across, well, I mean, the I country, across the country trips. Yeah, there's plenty of people I care about. I dude. mean, she's great. But I'm not making cross the country trips twice in one year for somebody that like, oh, yeah, hey, I know that I have no future with somebody like that. I, 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 well, I, I mean, I can. You're putting yourself through the emotional ringer then for something, whether it's whether it's you feel that that could be a possibility in the future or you, you know, uh, I probably back burner it a little bit. Maybe yeah, when the reason we back burner things is because you're like, oh, well, that's a good backup plan. That's that's the point of the back burner. Oh, I mean, I could I we, I've done way worse for sure, but I don't know if that's I don't know. Head out to Vegas, dude. That's the answer to all this. <laughs> yeah. You know what you need is your mom. That'll <laughs> fix it all. Mom. All right, we have a Hard Rock gift card, good for 50 bucks at the Hard Rock Roxino. Uh, let's take caller 20 on that, uh, 1-800-243-7625. And uh, I'll actually give you a reason on the other side to have more sex. More to the guys and ladies. Dude, I'm giving you the best reason to have more sex next on the Sandsbury Show. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online at WRQK.com, there have been some school closings, some uh, delayed starts and that kind of thing. If you uh, if you have students that need to uh, attend a school day, you may want to check WRQK.com real quick. Yeah, Make sure they're school. Usually, I mean, uh, bad weather in Northeast Ohio kind of starts north and works its way down. This storm yesterday was the exact opposite, where the further south you were, the harder hit you got. So yeah, it seemed that way. Yeah. It's a lot of T County that, uh, that has school closings and delays, so... Not trying to be a dick, but dude, get those kids to school, man. Yeah, that one room schoolhouse, just, all the grades just, in there, one teacher. Just I, I want, I want, yeah, I want T County educated. Got spittoons in their classrooms. <laughs> Come on, they probably do though. <laughs> in the bathrooms for sure. I don't know about classrooms. We have a Donato's gift card, good for 50 bucks, coming up at 720. We'll get into that. We will not get into that. We'll give that away, Stansberg. You're Damn not it. taking that Donato's gift card. Here's the thing. There's no danger in me stealing that. I can't eat it now. That's delayed <laughs> eating the gift card for Donato's. Like, if there was just, if we were passing out piping hot Donato's pizzas, like, you couldn't trust me anywhere near those. But I, I can control myself around the gift card. Plus, I feel like. That's harder to explain to the judge at that point. <laughs> Getting older sucks, man. Fantone and I both kind of deal with um, some hearing issues. Now, that's primarily because of the headphones for, you know, for what we do for the living and the like. But, you know, me being 40, Fantone's going to be, what, 33, 34? 33 in like two weeks, man. Yeah. 33. Fantone's going to be like 33. So, you know, <sighs> dude, you're getting up there, man. It happens. Feel it. Right. And so, like, dude, aging sucks. I've already got, like, you know, the gray hair thing. I've got, you know, like, you know some of the hearing's not great. Uh, you know, dude, uh, it, my body just hurts constantly, right? And one of the things I worry about 
is, and especially with some of my recreational activities, is memory. Like this morning, as a matter of fact, I was running around my house frantic, like, oh my God, where are my car keys? Where in the hell are my car Now, Ed, dude, Ed, as a grown person, 40, living by yourself, you should never lose anything in your apartment, ever. Why would you, how, how could you lose stuff? Like as long as you're not an idiot in there, I mean, there's no kids like running things around, moving things around. At 40 years old, if you live alone, if you lose something in your apartment, you're an idiot. And so I was an idiot. I was like losing stuff. Are you good at the, this is where my keys and wallet go and this is where, no, like, no, God, you're no. just throwing stuff down. Okay. Well, dude, that's why here's happens. the thing. Every Sunday, I, like, I'll clean the entire apartment. I'll start from scratch and I got this whole system and I'm going to be great at it. And come by Tuesday afternoon, my jeans are on the living room floor in front of the TV. It's a mess. I feel like I've lost my keys, wallet, and cell phone so many times. I have gotten good at those three things of like, all right, as soon as I get home, keys and wallet go in the exact same place every single day. I've been bad about this my whole life. I once told this story about when my dad gave me a key to the house when I was growing up and I was <laughs> on my way to the <laughs> He sent me to go make a copy of it and I... <laughs> I lost, I lost it on the way, and I can barely get through that story without laughing because of my dad's reaction when I got home. The disappointment in his idiot son was written all over his face. My mom was like, my mom was like, I remember my mom saying, "I would tell you to stop making fun of him, but you can't even like hide your face. He knows you think he's an idiot." Of course, that was that was an idiot move. My father should have been looking at me like an idiot. So this morning I was like running around looking for the keys. And the reason I bring this up is memory is important. Mm-hmm. And I worry about my memory. Obviously, like I said, I do, you know, do a couple of recreational things that are not great for the benefit of your memory. And one of the things about getting older, I really worry about, about getting, I don't worry about getting, you know, bald or, you know, dying or any of that. But something that sounds awful to me is Alzheimer's. That sounds awful to me. And I don't know if this will prevent that full on. But they say the more sex you have, the better your memory is. And like we all know sex is one of the healthiest things besides like the venereal disease you can get. But if you stay with like one partner, having con- regular sex is like the best thing you can do for your overall health. It's the best stress relief. It's, you know, it, it brings joy. It's like a ton of stuff, right? It's a bunch of release, endorphins in your brain. You feel great, all that stuff. But there they say now. There's a full-on link between having more sex and a better memory. And I can't find a better reason to have more sex than that. Because I feel like this can counterbalance the other thing I enjoy doing a lot. And I think it can help me out here. They did a study at McGill University. They asked about 100 women between the ages of 18 and 29. And they had them fill out a questionnaire about their sexual behavior. And then what they did is they showed them a bunch of photos of faces and words. And it was on a computer screen. And then they, you know how they did this. They, and then they, you know, uh, they didn't look at the computer screen for like a half hour. Then they put up a mixture of photos and words that they have seen and that they had not. And it turned out women who reported having penile vaginal sex more frequently ended up having better memory and were able to remember the pictures and the words more accurately. And this shouldn't shock you, as my guess would be. That the more sex you have, the clearer your brain is. Because when you're sexually backed up, when you're not having en- enough sex, what are you focused on? Even women. I know it's sold to you that men are like just sex crazed, you know, dogs. And we are. Don't get me wrong. We totally are. But women will have this problem too. Like, believe me, walk around your office today. Now, don't say it to her because you're going to get fired. But if you like observe your office, you can find the chick that needs to be D down right now. For sure you can. They're no different than us. 
And so, like, when you don't have the sex, when you're not having the sex, do your mind, dude, it's backed up. It's focused on something else. So, of course, you're not going to remember things as well. Now, I buy into that. I, I think a prime example in our building is is our boss. Do, oh, I was going to say, don't do it. No, 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 no. Our boss, I mean, I think we've both had days where we're kind of like, oh, dude, obviously Daryl got laid last night. When he's making better decisions, he's more, like, engaged with everybody. When he's nice? Yeah, so I... Because that's rare. But what difference is it between, like, what did they say, uh, penile penile penetration sex? What difference does that make between that and masturbating? Oh, I think there's a big difference. There's something about the connection between the two people. And, dude, let's be honest. The orgasm does feel different. Well, it certainly feels different. I'm just saying, like, I bet in it, the- Well, my guess is that if it feels different, then it's, it, that it's releasing more things in the brain then. If, if the concept is, you know, like the Seinfeld where where, you know, it's taking the trash out as opposed to just letting it kind of accumulate, I uh, I just feel like, you know, whether you're taking the trash out manually or you you know, you have help taking the trash out it, it, it just feels to me like I would think that that would be the same thing. They say penetrative sex versus other types of sexual stimulation could help the growth of new brain cells. Mm. And they say this will, it helps create new brain cells in the area of your brain that is linked to word memory itself. So it helps you remember that kind of stuff. So, I mean, like, there's a ton of good reasons to be having a bunch of sex. Stress being a huge one. But if I'm going to get better memory out of this, this is great. See, now you and I both opted not to go to midget wrestling last night so we could have sex. And thank God, right? We're, we're saving, we're, dude, we're having, well, we're saving our lives. Yep, that's totally what's going on right now. Just a very cognitively skilled morning show. Just everybody around here, we're sharp. We're on it this morning. <laughs> Didn't this whole thing start by you not being able to find your keys? <laughs> yes, it did. See, that's all the more reason I should probably call her and have her come back over again tonight. So, ladies, have sex with your husbands tonight. They yeah. need it. Guys, have sex with your wives tonight. They need it. It's a holiday season. I know Thanksgiving was last month, but come on. Give them some stuff to be thankful for. Everybody's work, you know, everybody's working for better presents. If you go home and lay it on your partner tonight, you're getting a better Christmas present. So more memory, more presents. Bang it out. We'll be right back with more Sansbury Show. Hang on. 1069. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 1069. If you missed New Tertudes Day yesterday. You missed that big booty country girl song? Paulina Jane? Dude, that song was pretty funny. Wasn't good. <laughs> but it was funny. And uh, brand new At The Drive-In was part of that yesterday, too. You can podcast that at WRQK.com if you missed the show yesterday. Coming up at 7.20, win yourself a $50 Donato's gift card. Part of the uh, Stan's Ratio Stocking Stuffer event there. Every hour on the program up until December the 23rd, you win a gift card for a local area business good for up to $50. So it seemed like one of the big stories of the day yesterday was uh, Kanye West at Trump Tower. Yeezy. It seemed like a big deal. And I didn't really think too much of it, to be honest with you. Um, I understand that those two guys are polarizing figures, so people are going to have an opinion. I get it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me, it didn't really ring all that strange or weird. Or I mean, we've seen, I mean, dude, Kanye's been in the White House with, with Barack Obama. He's been, I mean, this isn't like out of 
this isn't out of bounds. You know what I mean? We've seen Jay-Z at the White House. It's like, so presidents and rappers have hung out. There's nothing wrong with it. I would also say that I think if it wasn't Donald Trump, I think most people would be like, you know what? Good for you, man, that you're willing to listen to people who might be different than you. And you know what I mean? It, but because of the character Donald has sold himself as, or maybe just shown us who he really is, people really do look at it as weird. Um, the thing I'll say about that is, is that like, I understand the, well, hey, he's an African-American and maybe Donald Trump isn't a racist, but like when you're not taking meetings with the NAACP, but you're trying to take a meeting with Kanye, that feels kind of like, yeah, I don't know. It, it feels like it feels like what it is, which is kind of smart because it's going to win you over people. It's going to win you over average regular people. Should he meet with the NAACP? Absolutely. I, that's a dude. You're the leader of the country. You have to do this stuff, right? You're the leader of the country. You should do this stuff. But it didn't seem that crazy to me. It really didn't. I mean, other than Kanye just getting out of the hospital not that long ago and releasing, on again, like a terrible song. We did that yesterday, too, yeah, for New Tour Tuesday. And again, if you missed that, podcast at WRQK.com. But I mean, he met with Jim Brown, Ray Lewis, Bill Gates. I mean, these are some of the people that we expect our leaders to listen to a little bit, right? And to meeting with. Now, I think... The thing that makes it strange, and for the people who have said this and written this online, I believe you're right about this. I think it's a little weird to say to people, I don't need the all the intelligent briefings, but I am going to take a meeting with Kanye West and, and Jim Brown and the like. Okay, I got it. That is a good argument. That if you got time to do that, that you have time to get an intelligence briefing, whether the information is redundant or not. I Conceded. I'll give you that. But I just, I don't know, was this like a weird thing? Did it strike you as like super odd that that he met with Kanye? I don't know. Kanye's one of those guys. Like, dude, if Bono goes and sees him, is anybody going to freak out about that? This is, I mean, this is what they do. Um. Well, I mean, you know, I, I, I think the the putting a priority, I guess, on, on meeting a celebrity, especially when, you know, Obama was just, you know, put out, put out to the woodshed numerous times for being the celebrity president. Oh, yeah, oh, plenty. He's, he's so busy worried about Beyonce and Jay-Z. The Democratic president's always considered to be the Hollywood president. And, and when, when, you know, throughout the primary, like, oh, I can't believe he's up there up on stage with Jay-Z, or, you know, Hillary Clinton's up there on stage with Jay-Z because he's rapping about, you know, selling drugs and pimping and, and bitches and things like that. Well, it's like, if you were so outraged by that, shouldn't you be outraged by this? Yeah. I think it, I think it's weird. I do. I think I think presidents got to be careful about who they step, who they stand next to, as far as like celebrities go. I do. I do. I think it's a little. I think honestly, in the in the the more judgmental we get as a society, and believe me, with social media, that's all that's happening. We've turned the country. I've said it a million times into the new Roman Colosseum. We want to judge up or down whether or not people are worthy to breathe our same air. And if that's going to be the way it's going to be, and of course it is that I would be careful moving forward whether or not you're standing next to the I'm pimping hoes dude. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be careful about it. But if in the world we live now where they take meetings with celebrities, this didn't really strike me as all that odd. He met with Bill Gates, too. Bill Gates have a little bit more to offer the president That's, than Kanye well, West. That, well, that was my point to bring it up, is that it's not like he's just rolling blunts with Snoop and Kanye. He's taking meetings that you would want the, the leader of the world to take, too. Now, I said, 
Should he take the intelligent briefings as often as they're willing to give them to him? Absolutely. Of all presidents, I feel like this is the guy that should be taking as many intelligent briefings as humanly possible. I think Donald Trump is very smart at what he's smart about, but nobody is completely smart about what the president needs to know when they take that job over. Nobody. It's one of those jobs you can't know the scope until you've done it. I would assume at least that better be the way it is. Otherwise, we should all get a goddamn turn at it. But I just didn't, like, it's, you know, people are like, oh, look, he's going to meet with Kanye. And this is how I started showing people pictures. Like, okay, well, here's Kanye in the White House with Obama. So what are we talking about? Um, Difference between, like, a publicity thing where, like... You're having celebrities at the White House Does for... Does Donald Trump need more publicity right now? Well, I'm saying, like, but, like, no, when you do, like, a publicity thing as a president, and you, like, hey, like, hey, oh, it's, okay, it's, it's the White House Christmas, and John Legend and Christy Teigen are here, and, and look, there's the there's the starting lineup for the U.S. hockey team. Okay, well, and, I'd have to go back and see what the reason was, the, why Kanye was there. I'm not sure it was that. I don't know, but, but, yes, would there be a difference in those two things? I would think. Yeah, I mean, just taking, like, a one-on-one personal meeting, which, you know, I mean, is obviously, you know, possible. But why else would he take? I mean, you can't tell me he wanted to take that meeting because he's just so much of a fan of Kanye. He had to be in his presence. I mean, I don't buy that at all. No, and they know each other. I mean, you know, Kanye and and Donald Trump, this wasn't like their first meeting with each other. No, I would would imagine not. I mean, at some point when you're that big of a megastar, you run sort of in the same circles, I would think. It just didn't strike me as all that odd. Did you see Kanye tweeted hashtag 2024 last night? You can't even laugh that kind of stuff off even anymore. anymore. Not anymore. You can't. Imagine that. I said to Fantone yesterday, I was like, imagine how far we could slip in eight years. This could be eight years. And I'm not saying it'd be his fault. I'm saying we as people, what we're willing to accept and what our standards are and what we've been willing to accept eight years from now. I'm, I'm going to use the words. I'm going to use anytime somebody has a bad argument. They always go to this. It's a slippery slope. But, but seriously, eight years, this could be a slippery slope. And again, I'm not blaming Trump. I'm blaming us of what our what our expectations are and what we're willing to accept in eight years. It could absolutely be Kanye. President Camacho coming up, dude. Not too far of a stretch. Jeez. So something's been happening in Major League Baseball that I didn't know about. I knew there was hazing. I knew there was like, hey, here's the new guy. We're going to, you know, we're going to give him a hard go at it for the first couple of months he's on the roster. I knew there was some of that with, you know, professional sports. But something's been going on with Major League Baseball that I didn't know about. And uh, it's now, well, it's 2016 on the verge of 2017. They have to get rid of it. We'll fill you in next on the Stansbury. On Canton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Getting hooked up with a $50 gift card to Donato's here in a few minutes. one 800 7625 the number you'll need for those. We're online at WRQK.com. Missed the show yesterday. Podcast that there. Also, there have been uh, some school closings, some delayed starts and the like. You can get that information at WRQK.com as well. So, I've kind of had an unpopular opinion on hazing and professional sports. I know a lot of people get worked up about that word. And I maintain that there's a different 
difference between giving somebody a hard time and physically like being violent with them or like inserting things in them or like when you when it gets super sexual with like broom handles and stuff too 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 far but like Rookies paying for all the veterans at dinner or carrying all the equipment off the field after a practice or, you know, that kind of stuff. I'm all for it. I, I believe it builds, uh, you know, some team building. It also helps you weed out the people who really don't want to be there. Radio had hazing for the longest time. I was hazed beyond belief when I first got into this business. And I believe that the people who were there starting with me at the starting point who are no longer in the business, that was part of it is that the the business kind of helped weed out the people who weren't really built for it. I guess maybe we're talking about two different things then in that well, they, instance. They are you know, two different things. Like, they really are. I, 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 you know, hazing is when you go over that line. Over that line. Right. And so, like, I, and, and so, or at least that's been now, the, the media has taken the term and dragged it and put it on that. I think they're different things. But I even think in high school football, a little bit of it is okay. Where it gets weird, like I said, is when it gets ultra-sexual or, like, when you start, like, physically harming people. But, like... I remember Hard Knocks once, like if they showed Dwayne Bow get wrapped to the goalpost with like, you know, saran wrap. If you did that to a junior on the football team for something, I don't have a problem. I really don't. I don't have a problem with that. As long as nobody's getting hurt. Well, I mean, let's put it in the hypothetical of let's say you, that's the intention is that, dude, we're just going to go up there and we're going to saran wrap this kid. It's going to be hilarious. And the kid does end up getting hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, things can go too far, obviously. So I understand maybe some precautions need to be taken even, so that doesn't even happen. Even non-intentional. I'm not saying it turns into like, you know, it doesn't turn into sexual assault or anything like that. I'm just saying like, hey, we intended for it to be a joke and this kid ended up being Going hurt. a little too far. I mean, Well, at that point, you punish people, right? And and so, like, Major League Baseball's had some hazing rituals, and I didn't know about this. I'm not the biggest baseball fan, alright? Uh, obviously, I was a big fan of the Indians run this year and all that, but like, I'm not like, it, overall, it's not my favorite sport. But baseball released their new anti-hazing rules. And according to MLB's new rule, the details which were made public... I guess for the first time just this last Monday, rookies are no longer going to be forced to wear dresses anymore as part of their club's annual rookie dress-up day, nor will they be forced to dress up as female superheroes. Now, these rituals, I guess, have been around baseball for years. I didn't know that. But the league's new collective bargaining agreement installs a new anti-hazing, anti-bullying policy that outlaws the practice. Now, see, to me, I feel like hazing's okay, bullying isn't. But we've kind of taken hazing and moved it into, it means this now. I think bullying's always been wrong. There's a a little bit of hazing, not the worst thing in the world. But I understand the terminology's been stolen now, and it's been bastardized and turned into something else. So now hazing's awful. I get it. But these are grown men. These aren't sophomores in high school. And I think there's a little bit of this that builds team unity. I do. I don't know why, but I think it does. Dressing up like women? I, dude, I'm not wild about that. I've always said, dude, guys who dress up like women for Halloween, secretly you want to dress up like a woman. Now, that's something that you would be very, very uncomfortable doing. And, I mean, is it is it, how is it not bullying to make you do that? I was very, very uncomfortable standing in front of a bar of 300 people grabbing a microphone and singing I Touch Myself by the Divinals to get my job. But I did it because I wanted to be in that radio studio more than anything in the whole world. And so I was going, if that's what it was going to be, and I'm not so much of a sissy that I'm going to consider something that makes me uncomfortable to be bullying. But does that make it right? No, things don't, ha- dude, things aren't always going to be right. But if we can correct it, why, why, just why, because it's the way it always was? But why, but again, I think what, there, this needed to be corrected? 
I mean, you know, does I guess I mean obviously if it went to through this collective bargaining agreement of Major League Baseball, yeah, I mean, well, you know. I think it went through the collective bargaining agreement in Major League Baseball because of because I think people watching this from the outside have more of a problem with it than the guys who have to take part in it, and that's strange to me that things get changed by the optics, not by the people who are involved. What do you base that? I mean, what? Where? Well, because I. Where are all the baseball players bitching about this? Where where of all the where's all the historical where's all the people throughout baseball that had to do this? Where are all these great baseball stars who write all these books after they get out who talk about you know secretly before my my great career started? I wish I didn't have to do this. Where's that in the Derek Jeter biography? It's not. It's not. It's it's, it's not there. I think, dude, this is stuff that people hear about, and the country goes, oh, my God, you can't do that. And there's also, like, there are kids systems here. There are high school baseball teams that feed into Major League Baseball, and this is about your kid. But I don't think the guys who are going to play Major League Baseball care about having to dress up like a cheerleader for a day. Prior to this, I had not heard of this story at all. Like you just said, we didn't know this was the case. So I, I just have a hard time. It's somebody within within baseball had to have decided. Oh, that this I was... disagree with that. I think this is the same exact thing that's been happening with football, with the concussions and football being too violent. The media got a little blood in the water and they're just spinning it around talking about how awful this stuff is. And I think people then then this stuff happens. I guarantee you people in baseball circles knew about this and have heard the media bitching about this like you and I have it because we don't pay attention. I, I, I don't know if, I mean, if you're saying like baseball scouts, but I mean, I don't think most of America knew that, that this was an issue. So I think somewhere along the line, somebody had to have, for it to get to the collective bargaining agreement, for it to be a big enough deal for all Major League Baseball it, it teams It could also be cutting that. something off at the pass. It could also be somebody in the collective bargaining agreement saying, dude, this is a problem. This is an issue across high schools all across the country. We don't want we don't want the high school, we don't want America saying, well, you don't care about what's happening in, in America's high schools because look, you're willing to do it. So it's cutting it off at the pass. What is it that you're getting out of out of this not being in the CBA? Well, like what is it that you're fighting for? Here? I look, I don't care if they do this or not. Okay? I don't. But I think there's something about it that builds unity. There's a reason why you see this kind of stuff in professional sports in the military, where teams and being at your brother's side is the most important thing in the world. There's a reason why those two areas in life are the two areas where this happens. There can't be a coincidence of that. It has to be a link. And like I said, this business did it all the time. I had to sing, dude, morning show guys who sucked, by the way. I had to go to their wives' house on Valentine's Day, get on my knees with flowers, and sing to their wives. How far, how far would you have taken that? Anything that they wanted me to do for me to get this job was going to happen. So so no matter what, there, there would have been There's, no line for you. There, of course, is a line. And if we could sit here for the next 20 minutes and try to find things, yeah, I don't want to do that. Yes, I would. But given that in the moment. And just like a Major League Baseball player, there's only so many radio jobs, only so many people. And again, this is what it comes down to. Only so many people get to really chase their dreams in life. Only a few. Most people don't. Most people just go to work and just pray that they can get through it and this and that. Most people don't chase dreams. And when you are, there's do different circumstances happen. Of course, this doesn't happen in HR systems at, you know, the bank. But the, there's something about unity. There's something about this is it's us versus you, and this builds it. There's something about it. it there's something that happens. And like I said, I, I find it strange that it's professional sports and military where it's like where team is the most important thing in the world, where it's the places that it happens. And yet people who don't take part in either are the ones going, I don't know if that's right. It's just as strange as all. 
I understand why it's happening is because kids in high school take it too far and you break up a broom handle. And even in minor league baseball, we saw that where they were like grabbing each other's junk and stuff. Way too far. But like I said, hey, after practice is over, you're going to grab all the bat bags and you're going to bring them back to the clubhouse and you're going to run bases extra or you're going to pay for our dinner or you're going to get up on the table and sing to us while we eat lunch. That kind of stuff, I, I'm all for it. Well, none of those things were addressed in this, right? I mean, as far as all that stuff goes. Like, dude, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, they have all these guys dressed in wrestling uniforms. That's a problem? But that didn't get... That, that's it's, okay, it's right? It's in the story. They're talking about how you can't do this in the collective bargaining agreement. I thought agreement. it was dressing up as women and dressing up as female superheroes. They say that those are the no, those are the two things that got you to click on the story. But inside here they have a problem with what the devil rays are doing. They're all dressed like like honestly like Olympic wrestlers in the Olympic uniform, in the USA Olympic uniform, they're you're not going to be allowed to do that. The Atlanta Braves dress up like all the women from a league of their own. You're not allowed to do that. I don't know I don't, I just I don't get what the problem is. I feel like this is soft I feel like this is the the soft side of life. Going, yeah, I don't know, and I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna go too far and be like, oh my god, we're the pussification of America. I'm not going too far. I'm just saying, I don't. I feel like this is us meddling in something that didn't really need to be meddled in. And if it wasn't for high school kids, this would not be an issue at all. And this is why, dude, teams got to be careful with all these new networks and all this behind the scenes and inside the locker room shows and all this stuff. Dude, if I was a team, if I was a coach, hell no. You get those cameras out of here. I'm telling you right now, there's hazing that goes on in the New England Patriots locker room. That happens. Rookies get hazed in the New England Patriots. Guess what? That's a 15-year destiny. Dynasty, sorry. 15-year dynasty. So if a little hazing gets me that, if a little hazing gets me a no-name guy, to perform like an all-pro the way Bill Belichick has gotten guys to do that, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Like guys, I'll go, I'll go back to this a thousand times. Military and pro sports is where this happens, where team and unity is the most valued thing there is. That's not a coincidence. It's because something in it works. It might make you uncomfortable, but something in it works. We have a $50 gift card for Donato's. Call our 15 1-800. 243-7625. We'll get you hooked up with that. And guys, before you plan that bachelor party, you need to think twice. We'll tell you why next on the Stansberry Show. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. So I read this article. We're going to get into this at 8 o'clock about the new acronyms kids are using via text messaging and Facebook and Twitter and the like. And I, when I read this, I was like, well, I'm obviously going to know what all this stuff is, right? I, I'm, I'm hip. I know what's happening. And I read some of this stuff. I was like, dude, if I had a kid, I would have never known that that's what that meant. So we're going we're gonna to make parents a little smarter at 8 a.m. on the program. You know, just doing the Lord's work day in and day out oh, here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like I don't get enough patting on the back for this probably the problem is that i think it is i think it might be part of it we all know bachelor parties can get out of hand i'm sure fantone you've been to a few bachelor parties that were like whoa that escalated pretty fast there yeah last one i was at was crazy dude it really was out of control i think the last bachelor party i was at i actually was the one that passed out early really yeah i think i fell asleep in one of the bars 
I couldn't pass out at the last bachelor party I was at. There was no possible way. Yeah, I was sleeping for another, like 12 hours, dude. <laughs> Man, way to walk people all the way to the door, dude. But they can go a little too far sometimes. Yeah. And so I understand why women worry about it. Okay? Now... Bachelorette parties can get just as crazy. As a guy who has hosted bar events, uh, you know, for a long, long time, I've seen enough bachelor, you know, bachelorette parties come through bars and those penis necklaces, and then next thing you know, they're nuts. And I, I, I will say, you know, yes, those both can get out of hands quickly. But I think majority that I've been to, don't get me wrong, they've been a good time and they've been fun, but they're not like the s show that they they're, they're portrayed to be. Some of them go that way, oh. but most of them, if you're hanging out with like kind of just like boring dudes, it's gonna kind of just be like a it boring all, Well, night. you got to be careful, though, because like that married dude who never gets out of the house is always the guy you got to keep your eye on. All the drugs, all the <laughs> drinking, all the whores. Because, dude, that guy's had that cell phone on that belt for the last 20 years, and he doesn't know any better, and you know what I mean? His wife's finally let him out of the house, and he's trying to max out. It's like when an addict goes off, when they fall off the wagon. They know they're going to be, somebody's going to force them back into rehab, and somebody's going to force that married guy right back into his house, right back to his evil wife, and they're just trying to max out while they're allowed to hang. Who cares if I get kicked out of a strip club? We do. We care. All the rest of us do. All the rest of us. So these things can go kind of crazy. And what's kind of happened over like the last 10 years and like, and I find this to be honestly the most sad and pathetic thing I've ever heard in my entire life is like now like grooms and brides will have their bachelor bachelorette party together. Uh, Let's do it together. The joint Facebook account of, of, of parties there. Now, I've seen couples then go and they take everybody to like put in bay. Okay, mm-hmm. I can maybe see how that could work out. I would still want I don't know why. I just do you go do your thing, I'll go do mine. Yeah, dude, you're dragging me to Home Depot every day for the rest of my goddamn life. I'm going to do this tonight. Yeah, I can understand, you know, like you said, if you're going to put in bay or if you do like a weekend getaway somewhere and you bring all your friends and like that could be cool. Um, but at the same time, you do need your own individual, like, hey, just me and my friends. You know, I, I don't want to necessarily have to bring, you know, your sister and your work friends and your friends from high school. I just want me and the people that I choose. So I, I you know, I, I think that there's room for both. Yeah, I think I, I'm not wild about the, the, the mixing of it. I wouldn't do that. I've been invited to those and I've kind of found conveniently to find a reason not to go. And uh, it's just, it's, it's not my thing. But my point to bring those up is that those can get out of hand too. And just because, you know, you're, over, you know, you're there with the watchful eye of one another doesn't mean you're going to be any safer. All right. And we have a, uh, we have a story here from Naples. We're just two months prior to being uh, married. An Atlanta couple is now having forced, they're now forced to have to pray for a miracle because they went on their bachelor slash bachelorette party and the groom decided he wanted to go for a swim, dove in, hit a sandbar, snapped the neck, paralyzed. Dude, bro, that's terrible. They had been playing football on the beach with some friends. He decided to go into the water to cool off for a little bit, hit his head on a sandbar on the dive in. And uh, he was, they ended up finding him floating helplessly in the water until Oof. a friend spotted him and called for some help there. Uh, the last he can remember, he told his fiance he loved her and he was sorry. He says, I can't feel anything. Meg, I love you so much and I'm so sorry. I love you so much. Heartbreaking. 39-year-old accountant was transported to the hospital where doctors informed the family that he was paralyzed from the neck down, had a 1% chance of ever being able to walk again. Do you think about that? 
young, in love. You're dude, thirty nine, still yet young, love, getting married, best time of your life, and you dive in head first, snap the neck, sandbar takes you out. Now we've talked about this before. How long do you think they're married? I know now she's still going to marry the guy. Has to. Can't not marry him. Otherwise, you're like the worst bitch in Atlanta. Has like, to. Like, so she's gonna do it. Um, but um, I, uh, dude, under when, in in dude in the still of the night, she's gonna call an attorney and get out of this. Like, how? I mean, how long do you think she puts in before she's out? I the thing I'm gonna say is in in my mind, if this you know in the hypothetical of of like, hey, this happens to you, I think there needs to be an indefinite postponement of the wedding just for the sake of like, hey, we have the to finances. Yeah, we have to figure out what's going on. On with with our future and our lives and like how this is all going to work out. Does she? I, I, you know, I don't want to say like she's incapable of walking away from this guy because obviously she might. But like he's yeah, incapable yeah. of walking away from her. Jeez, it's very like we were all thinking it. It just feels, you know, what a cruel, you know, hand you got dealt there as that woman and and obviously the guy too. I mean, he's the one who's paralyzed. But you have this idea that hey, in two months, man, we've been saving money, we've been planning, all these things are gonna do. Our dreams are gonna come true. Our lives are gonna be so just perfect. sit on his lap and roll off into the sunset. Jeez. They raised $91,000 so far on the GoFundMe page, of course. You know, Good people hear, you know, people hear sad stories. They want to give money. Makes no sense. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying. I Not that it makes it any better, but, you know, you bring up the, well, the bachelor party getting out of hands. At least this was just kind of a freak accident. This wasn't, like, caused by a stripper or, like, way too much, like, overconsumption of booze or anything like that. Dude, are you kidding me? If I'm going to have my neck snapped, make it inside the thighs <laughs> of a thick stripper, not a sandbar in Florida, you pussy. This guy, I'm, let me tell you why this happened. This is, dude, this is the universe punishing you for mixing your bachelor and bachelorette parties. Guys, I'm telling you, don't do it. God's going to snap your neck right in half. You won't be able to walk. That's what's going to happen. Don't do that. Man up. Have a bachelor party. We'll be right back with more Sansbury Show. Hang on. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show. Online for you, WRQK.com. You probably already know if your school's been closed or delayed start in that. But if not, if you're... A slacker of a parent the way I would be. Information's online, WRQK.com. Just a reminder for uh, tomorrow. It's a good place to check and see if your school's closed. I think the high tomorrow is going to be 11 in the area. Margucci. Yeah, it's going to be... going to be. Man, I almost said a word you're not allowed to say on the radio. <laughs> uh, currently, they say right now, 13 degrees where we're, as we sit. 7.48 in the morning. <laughs> With the AccuWeather forecast update, Chief Meteorologist Dan Stansberry. Giving you my best Doug. Fantone's giving you his best Marianne. That's the way it works. <laughs> That's the way it works. It's tandems. <laughs> We're going to ride the same bicycle home. So I want to talk to you about some stuff, uh, Fantone, that I read at uh, our buddy Scott, like the editor of um, WaitingForNextYear.com. Correct. Now, I follow Scott on Twitter, as I should, right? Yes, all social media platforms. Yeah. I like Scott on MySpace still, actually. It's, uh, <laughs> it's Scott at uh, WFNY. On Twitter, and I'm going to read to you some stuff he had to say about the Cavaliers. And basically, what he's doing is he's just quoting LeBron and giving us updates here, right? Okay. So this was nine hours ago, uh, according to Twitter. Uh, Scott has LeBron saying, "Quote: I've uh, on his trip to uh, on sitting on his trip to Memphis. I've been in this league 14 years. I've played in every arena. I have paid my dues." And then it says here the uh, the uh, the following tweet is Kyrie, Kevin, and LeBron are staying in Cleveland tonight. Will not travel nor play tomorrow. So Kevin Love, Kyrie, and LeBron James not even traveling to Memphis. 
Do you have a problem with that? Um, I, I have more of a problem with them not traveling with as opposed to them not playing. It's their prerogative and the team's prerogative to sit whoever they want I'm to. I'm for resting players. And I, I don't necessarily understand why they don't travel to Memphis. I know that they're going out to, I think, L.A. shortly after, so maybe it's just a, a logistics thing. Uh, but these guys definitely have the the resources available to them to head down to Memphis for a night. I would, I would like to see them on the bench, but at the same time, I mean, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I'm. I understand sitting players. I guess is what I should say. I don't really like it. I understand the argument of well, I bought tickets and I want to see the you know the guys on the team play. I understand that. That's what a fan wants. It's not necessarily the smartest thing for a team to do. So I understand sitting players. I would prefer that they not. But I don't like this. I'm not going to travel with the team thing. I really don't. I think it's a bad message to send. I think I agree with you that it's like, yeah, logistics and it's flights and this and that. But it's like, guys, I mean, aren't these guys flying on private planes when they go to do this? Well, they could. You know what I mean? Even if they're not, I mean, you have the resources available to you where you could easily make that happen. Now, not even a challenge. We all know the Cavs are going to kind of walk into the Eastern Conference Finals, right? And so, like, I, but I don't really like the message that it sends. I really don't. I think LeBron does a, normally does a fantastic job being a great leader. And I'll give you a perfect example. J.R. Smith. If J.R. Smith would have either stayed with the Knicks or went anywhere else, that guy would be a mess. In my humble opinion, I think I think J.R. Smith's problems would be greater. But I think over the influence of LeBron, you said, so that's leadership, right? So I, I'm so I can't really call him a bad leader, but I think that sends a bad message on the road when you look at the bench and your big three. Again, called the big three. It's a big three league now. Without a big three, you're probably not going to win a title. But like. Now you got road guys and you got like role players who are like, well, dude, if uh, you don't even care enough to come, like you don't even care enough to watch it. Like, I understand um, not playing in it. I don't think the not traveling is a good look. I don't. They're all professionals, so there's a little bit of like, well, whether your dad's up in the stands or not, you still are going to have to go out there and perform. I think, I think there's truth in that statement, but I also think it's a little idealistic. I think it's... No matter if you're a professional or not, you're still a human being first. And I think there are guys, all of them, no, but there are going to be people who are going to be negatively affected by not having... Dude, LeBron's the principal. And if the principal's not there... I mean, this is the same guy who's like saying when he sees towels on the locker room floor, dude, pick that up. What are you doing? We're going to run this like a championship organization. And I love all that. But I think those standards... I don't think it can be argued that if he's not on the plane, not in the locker room, those standards have a better chance of slipping than they do if he's around. Um, which I guess is why he's able to make a decision like this is because he has enough leadership points stocked up into his savings account where he can make decisions like this where it's like, well, Does maybe, Kevin Love? maybe it's not the best call. Um, I would I would say yes, certainly with Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving as well, as all three of those dudes are up, upper echelon players in the NBA. Arguably, all three of those dudes are all stars right now. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, as 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 the leaders of championship of a championship team, I I I think they've 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 earned themselves enough. Now, do I question it? Yes. Do I like it? No. But I, do I think it's enough to like? To, to, do I think it's a red flag in any sense? No, I don't. I'm I want people to understand what I'm saying. I'm not saying, oh my god, they're going to torpedo the season. Oh my god, look at this. There's problems. There's cracks in the ship. That's not what I'm saying. But I think, I mean, dude, it's what 82 games. You can't. I mean. Do the knock on LeBron has always been that, you know, Michael played in all 82 like nine times and LeBron's never done it. And 
I don't personally knock LeBron for that, but that is the knock. And so now it's like, bro, you're not even going to play in them all. Now you're not even going to go to them all. If the knock against LeBron is, well, he didn't play in all 82 games, somehow or another, he's still the only player able to get over 27,000 points, 7,000 rebounds, and 7,000 All the while playing in Olympics and, you know, all other stuff. I'm with you. I'm with you. That's not, again, it's not my knock, but it is a knock on LeBron James. I've heard it, you know, plenty of places where people, like, who want to try to be like, well, yeah, but let's even the playing field in the argument of LeBron. They bring it up. And so I won't argue that, well, you should play all 82. Fine. You want to rest them? I, I want another championship, too. I totally understand it. We saw Popovich do it in San Antonio for years. It's totally a smart system. But, I, I mean, screw the fan with the tickets and I paid or whatever. I like I, I feel bad for you, but it's going to happen. But I think there is a little bit of, like, bro, you can't even go to all the games. And, again, I'm not just singling LeBron out here. This is Kyrie. This is Kevin, too. And I just think it's strange. Again, when we're talking, you know, private planes and, you know, plush hotels and stuff, if you're, if you're not playing, and so let's not act like the travel is, like, tough. A little bit of... um uh, what do I want to say here? Well, let's see how they do without us in that. We're like, hey, sometimes you guys are just going to have to go out there and, 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 you know, I need to see what this team is made up of when it comes to the guys below the big three, when it comes to his numbers four to uh, 15. I like the idea, again, I, that's why I like sitting and not traveling. I like the idea of you sitting on the bench and kind of looking at guys struggling out there in the court going, no, dude, I'm not coming in there to save you right now. I'm here for you. I'm here to support you, but I'm not going to come save you right now. You need to learn to play in this league. I'm with that. But LeBron kind of relishes the leadership role. He really does. And, again, I'm not condemning him here, but I don't love the optics of this, and I don't love this modern-day athlete that it's like, I understand not playing. I understand sitting guys and saving them for, you know, important series and stuff like that. But you can't even be bothered to go to the game now. I don't know. It just, it, that just doesn't sit well with me. I, I don't love it. Parents, your children are speaking in a language you don't understand and you don't think it's important, but it is. And we're going to make you smarter at the job of parenting next on the Stansbury. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. About 15 minutes away from getting hooked up with, let me see here, today being the 14th, 8 a.m. Oh, TD's Tailgate Grill. Nice. $50 gift card. Now, here's the deal on that. TD's also has two other restaurants. They have Cavatelli's and my personal favorite of the three, which is Twisted Citrus. Twisted Citrus is a swanky-ass breakfast yes. joint. And I saw like a Facebook post from them earlier in the morning, and they had their breakfast nachos. I'm like, oh, God. God that sounds really those. good. Twisted Citrus is my favorite. It's actually right next to the new TD's up there on the north end of town there. But you're getting a $50 gift card. Twisted Citrus, by the way, Fantone, just to, you know, just, I don't know, this might not matter to anybody, but uh, the best waitress I've ever had in this in this town was was in that place. I don't know if she still works there or not, but that girl was really good at her job. She was swamped. I've had her a couple of times. Every time she's like super swamped, but always like keeps her cool. Just good server. I'll give Scott that, man. He knows how to find good crew members. That's why his restaurants are good. TDs, 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 <laughs> Twisted Citrus, Twisted Citrus, Twisted Citrus, Cavatelli's, Cavatelli's, Cavatelli's. Now get off our goddamn <laughs> ass about it. So, man, I, uh, we were talking about LeBron James not even traveling down to Memphis or whatever. Uh, you know, Kevin Love, too, and Kyrie Irving should be, you know, should be pointed out. I want to, like, single LeBron out. but And it, it seems like, man, a few members of our audience uh, don't like the idea of healthy scratches. One, the guy, Dustin, just comes around and says, look, I'm, I, I don't believe there should be healthy scratches uh, through, uh, you know, except like birth or death. You know, it's just a bad look. And Fantone had a great point. You had a great point on this. He says... You know, the whole argument is, well, you know, I paid to see LeBron. And your take is, well, should they have to play every minute of the game then? 
He said, uh, you know, by that theory, did you pay to watch, you know, LBJ for 48 minutes? He better not sit a second. Your whole thing is if the Cavs are up 30 in the fourth. Are you allowed to sit him then? No, because the fan says he paid. No, I paid. I paid all this money yeah. to watch LeBron play for forty eight minutes, argument, buddy. And you know, honestly, I, like I said in, in in the last conversation, where like I understand it's a bad optic not to travel, but it's the prerogative of the team, and they really, I don't love it. But the, the well being of the team to to make the decisions on what's best for them and their in their team. So I, I I you know, like I said, if if it's if, not, all right, can, can I tell you what I don't love about it? It seems like special treatment. It does. I, I don't know if our third string guy. Now, of course, you know you, you got to go. You're gonna, you know, whatever. But I, I, it just seems to me like this feels like special treatment to me. And maybe it's not. I don't know. Maybe it is though. Maybe it is like, hey, is that okay? You got well. I mean, it's not special treatment based on nepotism. It's not special treatment based on like favoritism. It's special treatment based on the fact of you guys are the three best basketball players on our team. Sometimes, sometimes being the best means you get stuff that that other people don't get. Man, Dustin says that's not a great take. It's an unrealistic hot take. I don't understand. What do you mean? What's unrealistic about it, Dustin? That's what's currently happening is that they're not playing. I just, I mean, you you signed up when you bought your ticket. You signed, you bought a ticket for the Cleveland Cavaliers versus the Memphis Grizzlies. Don't we always tell the athletes, it's not about you. It's about the name on the front of the jersey, not the name on the back. Isn't that what we always tell the athlete? Well, if we're going to tell the athlete that, then they have the right to sit because then it's the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cleveland Cavaliers will still play the Memphis Grizzlies. It, that will happen tonight. And, and I understand the fans being upset if you bought tickets, you don't get to sucks. see LeBron. I totally get it. Sucks. Totally get it. But I feel like you got to know who your franchise is. And t- I'm, I'm going to tell you what. When they go out and they play Golden State in the regular season, guess what? LeBron James laces up the shoes and he plays. I think you got to know who your team is, and sometimes you're not going to get to see everybody because you're not... I mean, I don't want to be like, you're not worth it, but you're not worth it. Well, and you also have to keep in mind here that, like, sometimes like, things don't go your way. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you, you, you buy something and it doesn't work out all that well, but, hey, wow. that's life. Dude, like, that's a liberal telling you things aren't always going to go your way. Well, I mean, like, you, I like can't, that. You, can't, you can't expect that just because you bought the ticket to this that it's like, well, dude, LeBron's going to go off. And what if, I mean, what if he has a crap game? What if, what if, what if Kyrie doesn't perform well and they decide, hey, we're going to do better with Kay Felder out there? Is it okay for, for for them to make switches in it's, game, it's, or is it? I paid. I paid to see Kyrie. It's never okay for things to be going better with K Felder. <laughs> I think we can all sign off on that. Uh, I, uh, I think we can all sign off on that. All right, acronyms and text and uh, like tweets and like Facebook posts and things have been around forever. LOL, laughing out loud, and LMAO or whatever all that stuff is. Right? We, we've all kind of known this. Some of these are innocuous and some of them aren't. And I bet a lot of you listening right now have either teenagers or preteens getting pretty close to teenagers there. And, dude, staying on top of kids is tough, right? And, you know, staying a step ahead of them. Criminal... I say this about you know uh, you know cops and criminals all the time. The criminal has more invested in getting away than the cop has invested in catching him. And so like criminals are always normally one step where the next crime, the next scam are ahead of cops of what they know about, and then they get caught up and then they move on to something else. Kids are going to be the same way. They have more of a vested interest in staying ahead of you than you do staying ahead of them. Shouldn't be that way, but they do. Right? Kids have just more free time to think about how to outsmart you. Well, and when you're when you're trying to get away with something, it's easier to do than trying to catch something. You know what I mean? Like you've made the decision, hey, I'm going to do this, where everyone else is just trying to catch up to you. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's the same thing with criminals and kids. Where you, when you're breaking the rules, yeah, you're you're always going to be covering your tracks. Yeah, you're staying one step ahead there. Now, some of these acronyms are very easy. We all know 420. At least we should. Some of you may not. 420 equals marijuana, dude. And can I just say about 420 and like. 
I, I will always scratch my head when people use that online, like, oh, hey, I'm 420 friendly. Why don't you just say you smoke weed? We all know what that means. What are you trying to cover? What are you trying to like hide? Like, oh, yeah, 420, bro. And it's like, just say weed. We know. So I figure since you're a little younger, yeah, I was going to ask you some of these acronyms to see if you can get them. Okay. And then through that, we'll help make parents a little smarter about you know what their kids are doing on their phones. Okay. And there's a few of these that I there are a few of these are words that I have used that I didn't know what it meant until I read this, and I'm very happy that I read it. Okay, I'm gonna ask you what just the number nine would mean if you texted that to your friend. Can you give me some context, or is it just just that's it's, all you have? They're listed one through twenty eight, and then it's the number seven is just the number nine, and then it says this is what it means. I have no idea nine. I don't know. I don't it's know. also known as code nine. A little further down the list is at CD nine, and just the letter nine on in a text message means parent watching, which means cease the kind of communication we were having because now my dad's standing over my shoulder and I don't want him coming over your house and shooting you with a shotgun. 99 then means your parents are now gone. That seems like a stupid system. Okay, what about a You're li- typing nines and you don't know. You accidentally type three nines and all of a sudden it's like, oh, dude, we're having a party? That you, sounds stupid. You could, you, you could, yeah, you could get tricked. Up. There's going to be another one of those. Put a pin in that. There's going to be another one of those here in a minute. Okay. 1174. Do you know what the code 1174 stands for? I, no. I mean, are these all numerically based? I thought Not was, all. I thought I was going to say it. Not all. Okay. Uh, uh, 1174. Yes. 11711420. Uh, I don't know. What does it mean? That is the party meeting place. I don't know how that would tell you what the party meeting place yeah. is, but that's what that means. Okay. Okay. If I said to you that on the text message was the acronym WTTP, do you know what that means? Uh, WTTP. God damn, I feel really old. Right I felt now. old when I read this too. Yeah, I did. I mean, I mean, like my pubes aren't gray, but man, I think I need to go check after this. Well, that what makes one of us? What does it mean? Want to trade pictures? Uh, That's important. Like a parent needs pictures. to know that. Okay. If I said to you GYPO, do you know what that means? Get your out of here? <laughs> I don't know. What? Get your pants off. Get your pants off. <laughs> okay. KPC. Keep pants coming? <laughs> Jeez. Dude. Keeping parents clueless is KPC. I feel like a lot of this is, it, I mean, like, why wouldn't you just write keeping parents clueless, I guess? I mean, I, again, you're trying to code in case your parents pick up your phone. It's a dude. A lot of text messages are only done with this stuff back and forth. There are no real words or real, you know, uh, links to terminology and the and the like. If somebody wrote down in a text message the term "sugar pick," do you know what that means? I would assume some sort of nudity is involved, some sort of sexual aspect. Sugar. Very um, good. I wish I had my belt. Ding. Suggestive or erotic photo is what "sugar pick" means. That doesn't seem very hard to. Uh, no, to that decipher. one was pretty dumb. K O T L. Keep on T. Keep on the. Keep on. I have no idea what. What are the, what are these kids talking about? Kiss on the lips okay. is K O T L. Now again, that sounds innocuous to you and I, but if you're raising a 13 year old, you're probably like, I don't know if I want that going on. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I get it. There's you know, kids are going to come into their own, but it's, yeah. dude, it's still as a dad, you don't want to think about it, right? All right. Uh, I, there was another one. Oh, okay. So this one starts with an L inside of parentheses. And then M I R L. Let's let's meet in real life, is what that one means. Broken. 
If you saw a teenager type broken in a text message, do you know what that would be? No. What is it? Broken is the new slang term, the new acronym from hungover from alcohol is what they're calling okay. broken. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, if, as another word of that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes all the sense in the world. Um, this is the word that I have used in my life because I've seen it, and I knew what it meant. I just didn't know what it actually stood for, but I knew it wasn't nice. I knew it was meant to be derogatory. But T-H-O-T, thought. Do you know what the actual definition of that is? Um, uh, something about hoes or something like that? I mean, this that hoe, that hoe over there. That hoe over there. I never knew what that meant. I knew thought was a big word in the porn community, and it meant, you know what I mean? And I could definitely make the link because I'm intelligent of, okay, that means slutty person. But I didn't know. All right, so we covered number nine, right? And that meant parents, uh, you know, that meant your parents were watching and the like. So if I was just to type the letter eight in a text message, do you know what the acronym for that would be, or, or, or what that ends up being? Oral sex. I don't oh know my what. god! Way to go! Yeah. Did you just pull this up? Complete. No, 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 no. I have no idea. I'm just guessing. Eight, and I, I figure eight. You know. Okay. You ate something. Oh, good call, buddy. Yeah. D O C. Um. What a great album that was, right? Department of Corrections. I don't know. What is it? Drug of choice uh, is DOC. That's important to know too. This isn't just about sex. You want to keep your kids off of drugs. IPN. Dads, you're gonna hate this one. In, I, in inside. I don't know. What Dude. Um. <laughs> stop. I'll just tell you. I'm posting naked. Right. Well, I guess with all these things in like, uh, you know, IPN, oh, it's on posting, they take your pants off. Your kid's already going to have, if they're already engaging in these kind of conversations on text message, they're already sending these kind of pictures. So you can see like, oh, well, it says IPN right here. Well, yeah, there's a picture of your daughter with her pants off, too. So I don't know if IPN necessarily matters, you know? G-N-O-C. G-N-O-C. Give it to me. What do you got? Get naked on camera. Get naked on camera. <laughs> yeah, it would be pretty pointless if she just got naked. Like, yeah, just get naked, but don't show me about it. <laughs> like, N-I-F-O-C. N-I-F-O-C. Is that a rapper? No. <laughs> no? Okay. What is that it? a new class of people? It's uh, naked in front of computer. And then I-W-S-N is I want sex now. I got to tell you, I read this list, and again, it, did, it made me feel old. Because like 10 years ago when they did this list, I'm like, yeah, I know all that stuff. This one, I didn't know a bunch of it. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I was like, well, you know what? Good. Because I shouldn't be talking like this in my text no. messages anyway. So thank God. And I, it just made me think. I'm like, dude, thank God I don't have daughters. Thank God. I just don't know if this is necessarily as widespread. Like I said, I think if, you're, if your child, if, you, if your teen is already doing stuff like this and sending things like this and trying to cover their tracks, they're going to be leaving tons of evidence in other ways. So if you're paranoid enough about your kids, you know, having sex, yeah, when, when there's nudes in that outbox already, you know what I mean? Like there's already going to yeah, be Yeah, but a lot of times of what they'll do is they'll go back through the text messages and delete the photos that they've sent. And now all that's left is text, which well, why not just delete all the text too then? Right. And I mean, you as the payer of the of the phone bill, oh, can go back and still get. Yeah. Have, you're still able to go in there and, and go see what you want to see. You may be right about this because Josh Lee, a listener of ours, just tweeted and says, "Dude, I'm 20. I didn't get any of those." So, I mean, there's a young kid who should be out there doing all this kind of stuff and didn't know any of those. CID, by the way, yeah. is uh, short for acid, the drug acid. So, if you see that on your kid's thing, well, is, call are people me. People still doing acid? I was gonna say, dude, I thought that went away in the 90s, dude. I thought that was like done. All right, we're moving on. Ah, uh, dude, everything goes in everything goes in circles, man. I guess. So here's what I'm gonna tell you: 
If you pick up your kid's phone and you just see three letters, I don't care what it stands for, just beat your kid. Well, exactly. <laughs> just beat your kid and you're, you'll be fine. You're already the parent who's looking for stuff. If you see this, how I... You, no matter what it is, they're right. trying to hide it from you. Right. It's nothing you would want your kids involved with. That's a good rule of thumb. You see acronyms, smack your kid. Stansbury said it was allowed. That's the way that's going. We have a $50 gift card for TDs. You can use it at Twisted Citrus or Cavatelli's as well. Caller 20 at 1-800-243-7625. You're getting hooked up with a $50 gift card for TD's Tailgate and Grill. And we'll be right back with more Sansbury Show. Hang on. On Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show. Online for you, WRQK.com. If you missed New Tour Tuesday yesterday, you missed New Kanye. A country song called Big Booty Country Girl. And then New At The Drive-In. Which we found out yesterday, we didn't, I didn't know this, that that's uh, one of Phantom's top five favorite bands of all time. And their new song, Governed by Contagions, which ended up being pretty good. You can hear all that through the podcast, which is available at WRQK.com. Speaking of big booty country girls. Oh, no. No, I saw, I saw you just retweeted it. And there's a dude that listens to our show that goes by the Twitter handle, the Copenhagen Cowboy. Like, kick the dust off, baby. Oh, the Copenhagen Cowboy, yeah. Kick the dust off, Here's baby. the thing on that guy. Do you know what he's doing? He's right now, he's like, man, he's like, I wish you guys reached Cleveland. And he's like, I'm, I'm on the edge of uh, the Cleveland border. And he was like, dude, he's like, I'm, I'm getting a little static and I'm trying to listen as much of the show as humanly possible. So I was like, yeah, you know, iHeartRadio may be, you know, a way to go once you get up that far north. But. Just a big old dipper and big old dipper one time Copenhagen man. Come on, got the monster oak on one time now. Kick the dust Kick up. Kick the dust up. You Get know, the thing stuck. You know, right now he thinks you're actually like on board with that. Yeah, and, like, man, it's all good. And they, they, they you wanna, they, you actually want all that stuff to happen. <laughs> we appreciate you listening, man. Yeah. That's pretty good, man, to get people who are like diehard who want to listen through static to get more of the show. That that sounds that sounds in like the opposite of never being worth more investment of a call screener and never being worth more things. Raises. That, you two aren't getting raises. That sound, sounds like we might be doing better than than what we've some of the response we've gotten. Just going to move it downfield. Don't yep. Fanto. Not going to get us fired right now. Yep. Holidays are right around the corner, Stansberry. Last thing I need is to go home today. Hey, sorry, babe. I don't have a job. Well, I just was online shopping during the break and spent 150 bucks. <laughs> Believe me, I'm not getting us fired right now. So I'm no stranger to having family disputes. I think everybody has, you know, everybody has this stuff, and it can especially happen around the holidays. Everybody high strong, and next thing you know, you're fighting and all this stuff. Right. Family disputes can be a bitch, right? And especially when your mom is, hey there, Sue, <laughs> Sadbury Show. Right? I was gonna let it go. <laughs> I was just gonna let it. I was gonna let it happen. But I think you gotta, you know, uh, you gotta find a decent resolution for this stuff. You can't have violence. You can't, you know, to you mean you can't be threatening each other. You know, no. I mean, your family for Christ's sake, you're no. supposed to get along a little bit. And I mean, there's a little bit of me of like, if you really feel like things have to come to that, where like violence is the answer, you can walk away from your family. You don't have to like spend Thanksgiving with. Them. Oh God, I've definitely walked away from like a situation with my brother because I was like, dude, if one of us isn't gonna walk out of this room right now, somebody's getting punched. It's right. gonna be me, and right. I'm gonna cry. Like that's <laughs> not not gonna. I don't want it. I don't want it. My, all, all of a sudden, it's seven year old Stansberry all over again, chubby cheeks, tears rolling down him. My brother once said to me, "I don't care how old you get, you'll always be that thirteen year old bitch to me." <laughs> Merry Christmas, David. Merry Christmas. But that's who my brother is. O'Doyle rules. That's exactly who my brother is. So 
you got to be careful about letting problems in your family fester. Mm -hmm. And I would urge you all to find decent resolutions with one another. And the reason why I bring this up is there's a guy in Maine who's going to end up spending some time behind bars because he couldn't figure out how to resolve a problem he was having with his son. They were getting into an argument. Now, here's what happened. The father is the son's landlord. Okay? Eh, That's already a messy situation. Once you start involving business and family, there's going to be issues inevitably. And and especially when it's like something like a landlord. Yeah, there's money involved. Yeah, yeah. Family, money together. That's what tore my family apart, essentially, is, you know, it ended up being an argument over money, not even all that much. And next thing you know, nobody spoke for two years and we were all worse for it. Now, we've all made up. And that's another reason why I want to help this guy in Maine. 50 years old this guy is, and he was renting out a mobile home to his son. Oh, now we're throwing things in the trailer park, baby. All right. Well, there's a reason why we're talking and about it. Yeah. By the way, by the way, we are PCing it up nowadays if we're calling it if we're calling it the the, the mobile home development as well, opposed to the trailer park. Everybody right? knows the trailer park is the safest of all safe places. Oh. <laughs> That's what that Put is. Put on your safety pin, go into the trailer park. Do it. Film it. I want to see how that comes out. So the kid's 27, and apparently the dad was upset. He had missed like a rent payment, and there was like some junk in the front yard. I was surprised to find there was a yard, but there was some junk like laying out in the lawn. Which is an inevitability of a trailer park. If you've ever been to one, lived in one, spent any amount of time, time just constant trash everywhere, dude. Just everywhere you look, there's trash. And then there's even some bags laying around (laughs) the front yard. I mean, (laughs) once you get over to the people, then then there's, yeah, there's actual garbage. And so he gets sick of like the son not listening to him, picking up the garbage in the front and not delivering right. the rent check. Right. So was left with no other, uh, no other way to resolve it other than to get into the, <laughs> get into the front end loader. And he lifted the mobile home up into what? the air and kept lifting it up and dropping it out. <laughs> It was awesome. This is all over rent payments. He got in the front end loader, was picking up his son's mobile house and bouncing it up and down. (laughs) Now, here's where it's not funny, is that the guy was only able to be made to stop once he found out his seven-year-old grandson was inside inside the situation. Dude, think about that. I never thought, like, because I've spent time in a trailer. Dude, my brother lived in a trailer park. My parents threw me out once, and then next thing you know, I was living with my idiot brother for a little while, right? And, dude, he was young, and, and actually, dude, he was totally spoiled. My grandparents totally bought it for him or whatever. And, like, uh, so, like, I needed a place to stay, so I lived there for a little while. It's awful, right? And I didn't think about this. Like, dude, if you wanted to terrorize me at my home, like, right now, I guess you could throw snowballs at the door. You could ring the, you could ring the buzzer. But you can't physically lift up my housing unit and, like, move me where you want me or, like, smack it up and down off the ground. And here's where I got a little confused. There has to be, maybe I'm an idiot, but like, there's got to be some like piping and wiring and stuff of houses that's... Yeah, but like the piping underneath of a trailer, dude, that ain't nothing. The, like the wiring underneath of a trailer, that ain't going to hold anything down. No, I mean, not that it was going to hold anything down, but like you've now ruined things for, well, for sure now, right? As the landlord, obviously you're damaging the trailer unit. You're obviously damaging, like you're right, the piping, the wiring, everything underneath of it, and it's your... A property. You own it. You own it. You. The reason you're pissed is because you haven't gotten paid for it yet. Well, dude, if you pick the thing up and start slamming it against the ground, you're not going to get paid for it in the future, dude, idiot. When I, when I read this last night, I couldn't stop <laughs> laughing over the visual of somebody like, dude, think about how amazing that is. Like, if you're in an argument with anybody that, who lives in a trailer right now, tell me you're not thinking about doing that. I, I bet you get paid. 
You know what I mean? Like, dude, oh yeah? Wait do you get home from work? I have your house lifted 12 feet in the air. Think about how terrifying that was for that kid, dude. You probably don't even know what's happening. All of a sudden, your home is lifted up and you're, you know, you've got, you've got, you've got like, you know, dishes flying everywhere, air mattresses going everywhere. Dude, it's a trailer park. It's not like they get, you know what I mean? There's no trip to Cedar Point in the summer. This is the most fun that kid's had in about 10 years. That's probably far enough. I think so. We had another celebrity death. 2016, been a rough year for the celebrities, man. Another one. And uh, Fantone always like hates when people get like over-emotional about celebrity death. So we'll let them tee off on you guys next. Hang on. Nine. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online, WRQK.com. Coming up at 9 o'clock, it's the end of fake news. We are going to be able to end fake news. 9 a.m., we will do that together as a class. Also, 9 o'clock this morning, 9.20 rather. My boss has been on me about being adamant about telling you exactly when. Bush tickets up for grabs today. There you go. As uh, they're playing the Hard Rock Roxino Northfield Park on the 1st of January. Little uh, New Year's Day plans for you there. You're going to have to touch your touchstones, though. 9.20. Coming up at 9.20. That's right. That's when we'll do that. So, we have, on this program, and obviously we've had enough opportunity this year to talk about it because so many people have died this year, 2016. Is it more than normal, though? I mean, like 10 years ago, 2005, did this many celebrities die and we just all didn't lose our minds about it? We all just didn't get butthurt about it? I don't know. I totally feel like that's what's happened is we just now now all of a sudden put this extra emphasis on it and like, oh, I'm so heartbroken by it. Dude, the social media, it's you are you are under an extreme amount of pressure to prove at all times that you are a good person if you have those accounts. Because if you what's happened in the world now, Fantone, is it's this or that. It's this or either that. It's there's no in between anymore. So what I mean by that is if you don't post Oh my God, I'm so sad that Alan Thicke died because he did. He died the other day, yesterday, right? He died. Oh my God, I'm so sad about Alan Thicke because I love growing pains. It's either that or, oh my God, you didn't post about Alan Thicke. You, dude, you're celebrating Alan Thicke dying. You're happy he's dead. Did you kill Alan Thicke? I mean, the other day we had a woman who emailed me at 6.03 in the morning and was pissed because I didn't talk about the fact that a cop had been like hurt in the line, of, actually killed rather, not in the line of duty. Actually, it was an accidental shooting at his home, and she was furious that I didn't start the day with that. Because in her mind, that meant I don't have respect for that situation, which is crazy. That's crazy, but that's what happens with social media now. If you're not out and in support of what the what the country is going to deem as the appropriate side, you are now an evil person. You're not allowed to be indifferent anymore. Indifference is now considered to be mean, and I just personally don't get that. You and I kind of are on the same side of this. Was I sitting around waiting for Alan Thicke to die? No, of course not, because I'm not. A, I'm not an. I'm not a dick. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody is like, dude, you know what? Alan Thick, man, I can't wait till that dude croaks. But what's wrong with you if you do think like that? At the risk of sounding heartless, I don't care either. Like, I'm not glad, but it's not, this doesn't, this affects me no way, shape, or form. I love growing pains. This doesn't affect me. You know how it affects me? Nick at Night's going to put them on reruns now, and I'll watch more growing pains occasionally now for like the next two weeks. That's what Netflix is going to benefit. Now, through this, I found out, Phantom did a little research on Mr. Alan Thicke. 
Now, when I hear, oh, my God, Alan Thicke died, I was, the first thing that comes to my mind is, oh, my God, we're getting another crappy record from his son. Like, his son's going to go into a studio and think, oh, people need to hear my songs to my dad. Songs to my dad. Yeah, that's going to happen. Okay. Okay? And I'm... I don't hate Robin Thicke. I, listen, I'm not like, dude, he's the best, but like, he's a decent pop singer. He's all right. Oh, I hated all that stuff. Blurred Lines. And what was the other one? I don't know. I can't remember, but it sucked. I didn't like it. I'm not wild about him at all. But he gets a little bit of his talent for songwriting from the old man. I didn't realize this. Like, the old man had written, you told me this, that he wrote the, the theme songs for The Facts of Life. Oh, I thought it was a Oh. The Facts of Life, and uh, and then did he also write the, you, you told me he wrote the theme song for Different Strokes? Yeah, Different Strokes and The Facts of Life. He wrote uh, a lot of stuff for like those um, 70s and 80s game shows, like, you know, those... Uh, like shark cards and like right, all that. Stuff like that. Like, he was a very big part in the, musical, in the musical aspects of those. Like, he was a huge composer. And I didn't know that. Pretty, you know, obviously a very talented guy. I mean, you know, he wrote The Facts of Life. He wrote, um, uh, obviously, Growing Pains and all those, you know, theme songs. Took a hit to TV with the ugliest TV kids maybe ever. Really? Outside of Michael Seaver, that girl, what's her name? Tracy something, Tracy right? Gold, yeah. I believe was her name. And, like, Ben, that kid, was atrocious looking. For television? He was a terrible looking kid. And, I mean, he gave the world Kirk Cameron, too. So there's a little bit of, like, dude, Alan Thicke, what the hell did you do to this planet? But, you know. Leo, too. Um, I, uh, Leo, I, no, no, I mean, uh, you know, DiCaprio came out of that whole thing. I certainly remember watching it. I certainly remember enjoying it as a kid. But I don't know if I remember Growing Pains well enough to say, is was it really good or was it just because I was watching it as a kid? Like, if I went back right now, do those still stand no. the test of time? No. no. No, no, no. I loved it then. But I guarantee if I turn that on right now, I'll be like, God, this is bad. Iconic theme song, though. This is definitely one of those songs that I will always like when I think of TV theme songs. This and Family Ties. It's definitely up there. Yeah, this and Family Ties from my childhood are like the two. You could throw all in the family in there's another like all time. Which, by the way, how look how far the world's come now. If you have an opening theme song on your show now, I hate you. I don't understand that at all. Just get into it and roll the credits underneath the opening of it. This is taking a minute out of my time that I, hate I could it. be looking at my phone. I hate that. I, I don't understand. Oh, Sopranos, very popular opening theme song. So there's there's a few. But like, anymore, if you have an opening song on your show, I, I, I think you misunderstand your audience now. But the amount of posts I saw this morning of people... And it's oh, and you know who's really guilty of this? It's exactly. our people. It's radio people. Oh yeah. Oh my God! I can't. Please click this so I get my web bonus. It's like so see through, and you're so effing phony. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who are exp- who exploit celebrity deaths to get more Nobody Facebook worse likes. Nobody worse than radio people. But yeah, you're right. They're, They're totally the worst. Dudes. Oh, just so sad. The untimely passing. It's like, dude, he was 70 years old. I'm not saying I'm happy about it, but I don't know if dying at 70 is necessarily like, oh my god, I can't believe it gone too soon. Yeah, I don't know, dude. 70 is pretty old, right? I mean, that's probably when you start dying. It's it's just it's it's crazy to me. You're right, he's 70 years old. If your 70-year-old neighbor died, you would look at your wife tonight yeah. and be like, all right, well, I mean, she's 70. Yeah, what do you, yeah. I mean, what do you want? Yeah, Ethel was old, and she lived a good life, and, you know. Dude, the amount of radio people that I've known and worked with in my history that I had to, like, message today and say, you should be ashamed of yourself. 
Hex. For trying to make it seem like you care about this on a level. Quit pooling, dude, quit snow jobbing your audience. What's the matter with you? I Just don't, be real with them. I don't even understand why people listen to the radio anymore. Why do people even go to radio station websites anymore? I don't know. Just a bunch of hacks doing hackery. Gosh, radio, the worst. Jim McCris wants to know what happens <laughs> to all those reverse mortgages now that Alan Thicke is. Oh, yeah. Dude, I swear to God, dude, Jimmy is so funny. Alan Thicke was one of those dudes that they would use uh, Tom Selleck the same way where it's like old people trust him. You know what? We're going to sell gold Wolf with that. Brimley. Yep, we're yep. going to sell diabetes dude, medicine with that. Yep. Dude, let me tell you, that's <laughs> long money right there. If you no seriously, you gotta think about that because, dude, you kind of need to be old yourself. If you can continue to be trustworthy to the elderly, you can make money a long time in this country. See, I gotta stop pushing old people down in line. Exactly, dude. We need to start exploiting old people. All right. I didn't no idea you wrote the different stroke song. Yeah. And the facts of the life song. Facts all right, he's all right life. in my book. He's okay in my book. People say, claim that fake news won Donald Trump the election. So Alan Thicke is alive? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, everybody's kind of coming around to the point of, man, this fake news thing might be a real problem, and we might have to have a fix, and I can't believe I'm going to say this. But Slate, of all organizations, may have figured this out. I'll give you the update next on The Sansbury Show. The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Get hooked up with Bush tickets. They're playing the Hard Rock Roxino January 1st. We'll hook you up with those about 10 minutes from right now. You know, I'm one of these people that always bitches about technology and eventually like these production and these automation robots are just going to take all the American jobs and we're going to all be out of work. Right. And, uh... And I believe some of that is going to happen. I, well, I, <laughs> and that is going to happen. Some of it has already happened. Um, but I may have found outsourcing via a robot that I can totally get behind. Okay. And this video is online for you right now at WRQK.com. Somebody has invented the... You know how they have those um, like those round vacuum cleaners you just turn on and you set them and they go? Yeah, yeah, Roomba. Somebody has created the the... The driveway snowplow version of that, so you don't have to plow your own driveway anymore. You just set the thing and it goes, and and next thing you know, you just got a clean driveway, and you don't have to be out there in the freezing cold doing it. Sorry, kids, on Christmas break, you want you want to you want to buy your mom something nice for Christmas, and you want to go shovel your neighbor's driveway, try to make some money. Poof, Get a real job. Yeah, technology kicked your ass. Get a real job. The real question is, all right, so we've got like the uh, the snowplow Roomba. Can I bang it? I, well, I wouldn't. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I did. Well, here's the thing. That'd probably be the only time you want to go in the rear entry there because, dude, the front <laughs> is a blade. That's not good. I'm just telling you, if it's if it's a new technology within 30 minutes of it being available to the general public, somebody's going to try to shove themselves into it. It's got a gas tank. I don't know if I would. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't imagine. I don't. I don't imagine 88 octane would feel good in the urethra, but I mean, whatever you feel like doing. Takes different strokes, man. Absolutely. Takes different strokes. Absolutely, it does. Speaking of which, the guy who wrote the different strokes theme song, Alan Thicke. Oh! Alan Thicke died. Bada boom, bada bang. Stansberry show coming with the funny. You know, we're getting a lot of people saying, "Dude, you guys are right about the celebrity death thing." People yeah. like over, you know, you know, we over sentimentalize and and that whole thing. And then, you know, a couple of people agreeing with me that they think theme songs for TV shows are just over. 
Just over. That whole um, thing's over. You know, obviously, it takes away from the time of the actual show, and I guess that can be a good or a bad thing. And it just depends on does it like. Does We're it, not destination watching anymore. Right. We're, so that's where you really lose me. It's like, bro, everything, I'm going to have all 13 of the episodes. Why are you giving me another, like, thing to, like, to another hurdle? And wait through. Yeah, and another kind of, hurdle. Yeah, I guess that's the, uh, that's the, uh, that's the, the curse of binge watching. And, yeah, and a little maybe, bit. Well, you know what? We can blame all of you binge watchers on, on television show theme uh, composers. They don't have work anymore. Technology, once again, ruining the American economy. All right. Well, you know, there's still, uh, you know, there's still movies to be composed. I feel like those people are going to be fine. All right. Fake news has been like the new term now. Yeah. And people claim that that's how President-elect uh, Donald Trump, you know, had been elected is because of, you know, fake news surrounding Hillary Clinton and, and all the like. And we've rallied against fake news for a while now. We see, you know, Fantone and I have said, you know, the unfollow button on Facebook is one of my favorite new options. And if I see you post something legitimately that I know to be true, like know to be 100% false, I un- I click on follow on you. We can still be friends and whatever, and I don't need you to know that I that I don't trust wh- what you're putting on your timeline. But I, it, like if you post something and you believe it's real and I know it to be 100% false, I feel like I can stop paying attention to what it is you post. Yeah, and if it's, you know, what do I want to say here? One-time occurrence, it's like, all right, well, dude, maybe you were just an idiot and you shared something that you thought was true. But when people habitually do it and, and just have a blatant disregard for fact, I mean, it really does. I, why do I need you in my in my life, in my vision, in my, in my news feed there? Yeah, you don't. And so now it seemed to be like Facebook was the one where everybody slung this around their neck. Well, because that's where people get all their information these days. Facebook is the Walmart, is the McDonald's. Is, it's the meeting yeah, place. It's, it, it, it's, it's the biggest of all, so it's easiest to point at it. A little recall from earlier this morning. Facebook is the 1174. Ah, there you go. There it is. There you go. A little recall from this morning. There it is. But, uh, and so a lot of people get their information from Facebook. So now what is going to happen? Because of the fake news phenomena, Slate is now bringing out a Chrome extension for your browser, and you have to download it, and it will run on your browser, and while you were using Facebook, Phantom, listen to this, this is so damn smart, while you were using Facebook, when those articles pop up in your, t- in your news feed and the like, in the bar of the description of the post will then be a red bubble that comes up and says, false. So you know it's fake, so you don't even have to bother with it. Now, why I think this works is I think people will read things now not knowing if they're true or fake, but if you see that bubble, you're going to skip it. You're not going to read it. Overall, it might take some time, but I think we will see a healthy benefit of people skipping over things that they know are not true versus reading and go, I don't know, it could be true. Now, I think it's different when you're dealing with like the onion because I think intelligent people go to the onion to get a little bit of a laugh. Where a lot of these other websites are, like The Onion's not trying to trick you into thinking it's a real website. That's been tongue-in-cheek. Everybody kind of knows. I think people have been duped by it. Don't get me wrong. But I think there are other sites out there that aren't telling you that it's a farce and that and they're legitimately trying to trick you into believing this stuff. And this stuff will then be checked, be verified, and the false bubble will pop up. And I think more and more people are going to be like, well, if it's fake for sure, I'm not reading it. Well, um, right. You know, like, I know it would be true of me. I would like to think that. Um, and I guess where we're really going to run into a problem here is that people are going to be like, slate download on the Google Chrome extension just sounds like a bunch of liberal BS to me. You know what I mean? There's people out there who don't believe 
fact checking. There's people who are out there who, if who you know, who are going to point at at yeah, every probably, at, probably is yeah. every reputable site. And I've I've asked people numerous times because what I always get is, oh, factcheck.com, dude, that's just a bunch of liberal BS. Oh, dude, Politifact. Oh, you're just reading some commie rag. Snopes. Oh, dude, what are you? You're just listening to the lamestream media. And I'm like, well, what is the conservative fact checking site? What is the site that counters this? And I've never gotten an answer for that. I've what never, is the conservative fact checking site? I, there shouldn't be one. There's there shouldn't be a liberal one. There shouldn't be a, 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 a conservative one because the facts are the same for everyone. For everyone. You're entitled to your own opinion. You're not entitled to your own facts. And people feel like they are nowadays. So I think that's where you're going to run into a problem. I don't think this is ever going to go away. I was I was listening to something yesterday, and uh, I was like the White House, former White House press secretary. She's like, well, you know, maybe this will just be a temporary problem in this. No. You know, the country will burn itself out on it. No, we won't. I think tools like this might help that. And dude, it's it, it, for as, as much as there's going to be tools like this, there's still going to be people who are making money off of... Criminal always says the head of the cop. Uh, making making money off of people's yeah. desire to be in an echo chamber. And hey, dude, if I just post, you know, uh, dude, Hillary Clinton, she invented AIDS. Is she invented okay. AIDS? All right, she fine. invented AIDS. So, so yes, but w- w- I think by those arguments, what we're doing though is I think we're making it too black and white. And by that I mean, like I said, me. I You may get me with a headline on Facebook and be like, okay. And then I'll click on it and be like, okay, well, this isn't true. Okay, but I can decipher between those two things. But like I said, if I saw that red bubble, I wouldn't even waste my time. And I feel like a lot of Americans are like me, Fantone, and the fact that, you know what, my time is important to me. And I want to read, I want to be informed, I want to be engaged, I want to know what's going on, but I don't want to waste my time. And so I think even if you got, isn't isn't this problem so big that by deterring it even a little is worthy enough? Um, sure. Every step, you know, every step gets you closer to your goal. There's, there's no doubt about that. I just don't know if this is going to, you know, really change anything. I mean, yeah, there might be some people. I think it'll take people, a while. But the people who are willing to download this and the people who are sick of fake news are the people who are same people who already know it's who, fake before who, they read it. Right. Exactly. Who are already going to do the fact checking? Who are already going to look for different sources? Who are already going to be in that in that okay. mindset? I think primarily, you may be right. What if, though, there's just somebody randomly who's like, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. So give me the give me the easy button. Give me the American easy button. And this thing will now tell me if it's false. Now, I do think there's something to your argument of whether or not you trust those people to tell you whether or not. You know, because I already know. I, there's three guys who interact with us every morning on Twitter. And I can hear them already typing about how they would never trust Slate's download because they don't want you to know the other side. Lamestream media. I, you're right about that. But I think this problem's so big and the snowball's going downhill at such an alarming pace that anything we can do to help combat it, I think, is probably a smart idea. Especially, we're all sitting around going, dude, how the hell did we end up with this president-elect? And this is... This is I don't know if it was the only reason, but it definitely played its role. It definitely played its role. Certainly not like the one and only reason. No, Anybody not who's at making all. that argument is wrong. There but. were a lot of people who felt like America was going in the wrong direction the last eight years. I don't know who's right, I don't know who's wrong, but there were a lot of people who felt like we were going in the wrong direction. So that helped. That played into it, too. Being a more informed uh, society is, is a goal we should all be going towards, though. You know, I'm not saying that that's the reason Hillary Clinton lost. I'm not. But it, being a more informed society is something that we should all strive for. And, and, and honestly, the, the, the problem 
problem of fake news obviously played a part in the way that we view things in the world. Yeah, I would so agree. it's a problem. I want this browser extension. I would like this. And I think, like I said, I think even the average citizen, the more that you saw a red bubble coming up on post that said it wasn't real, I think it helps stop at least the circulation. You think people, all right, you think people still share posts that they don't read with the fake bubble on it? Do I think they'll still share it with the fake bubble? If it, if it, if it validates what they have already believed, then yes, I do. I don't think that stops anything. You don't think it stops the sharing? Think, I don't think that stops anything. Huh. It val- I disagree. It, I think it would. It validates my opinion, therefore it has to be right. Yeah, I mean, people do love that. People love having their opinions validated. Trust me. I'm one of those people. I love having my opinions validated. Thank God I have this program. Thank God. I love this thing. All right. We have a uh, pair of tickets for Bush, Hard Rock, Roxino, January 1st, New Year's Day action there. Caller 20, 1-800-243-7625. We'll get you hooked up with those. And I've been asked for it this morning by a very dedicated listener. So she and the rest of you are all getting Breaking Benjamin next on Rock 106.9. Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9 online, WRQK.com. Just uh, broke a little rules with the boss man there. Went off playlist. <laughs> Gave you a little Breaking Benjamin. Don't tell anybody. Here's the thing. like uh, People already reaching out to me going, yo, dude, thanks for that. Which is cool. Just don't tag the radio station in the account. He doesn't read my stuff, but he'll read. if you tag the radio station, he'll read that. Then he'll get on my ass about it. Here's Stan- the thing. Stansbury, a renegade. Ratings book is over. For the next, you know, while we're here, like the rest of this week and the rest of next week before uh, holiday, we'll get a little... Uh, We'll get a little freer with some of that. You'll hear a little bit more spike stuff coming out of this uh, out of this show in the morning because I feel like you guys deserve it. Is that why we've been half-assing it for the past week? Oh, I didn't know the ratings period was over. That's yeah, over. <laughs> we can't wait for next week. We just want to go on vacation. Senioritis. Which I don't know. I can't decide if I'm going to L.A. or not. I just I can't decide. I, my mom wants me to come to Vegas to see them. A friend of mine wants to go to wants me to go to L.A. with her. You're the best of all worlds if you do both, dude. If you go with one or the other, it's going to suck. Yeah, but that rental car from Vegas to L.A. is going to be expensive. Is that what's stopping a trip to Vegas or a trip to L.A.? Because, dude, you're already, dude, let's be real, you're already close to a GN just just talking about it. Oh, yeah, the plane ride alone is 600 So what are we doing? Are we going to let 150 bucks stop you? I think you need to do it. I think I think you can take care of both things without being too committed to either one. I've been in California recently, but I haven't been to LA in a while now. It's been a little while. The last I think the last two times I was in California, I didn't even go down to LA. And so it's been a little while since I've been in Los Angeles. And I love I, I like I wouldn't want to live in Los Angeles, but I love visiting that city. There's a lot to do there. And didn't you say you could probably get your brother to to cough up the cash for like the trip over to Vegas or to LA from Vegas? I think you should do it, dude. I think it makes sense. I could see my brother wanting to take my niece back to Los Angeles. I could see that. And I think maybe he would be like, you know what? Let's get a rental car. We'll all go. But then I'm in my... Dude, again, Vegas to LA. That's like five hours in the car. Dude, with my mom? Brutal. Brutal. You know, I I probably shouldn't do that anymore. We've been getting along so well, my mom and I. She's been very nice to me lately. I think she knows she's circling the drain. She's getting close. Yeah. Which I guess is all the more reason why I should skip L.A. and just go to Vegas, right? 
But if you just go to Vegas, I already know what the problem's going to be there. I'm going to come home and be like, I should have went to Los Angeles. Well, you're going to spend too much time with your mom. And don't get me wrong, that's, you know, in my world, I'm like, yeah, you know, hey, if my mom's getting, you know, older and might die, and I might, you know, need to go spend some time with her, but you, you're going to lose your mind. So I think two days in Vegas, two days in LA, one more day in Vegas, boom, Stansbury's back home, everything's okay. You get laid, you get to see your family, you get to go gamble, you get to see Los Angeles, you get to see all the beautiful things. You understand if I mix those two trips, there's a very good chance I come home. Like I said, Married? dude, her dad is pressure. <laughs> like her dad asks me all the time, when are you going to marry my daughter? And we're not even in a relationship together now. But we both did that. If we're still single and alone at 40, we'll just marry one another. And we told people this years ago. And now it's like we didn't realize how close to 40 we were. And people are like, uh, you're going to hold good on that, right? Like, even her friend has reached out to me and said, hey, I told her you guys can totally stay at my place when when you guys come into town. I'll go stay at my boyfriend's. You guys can totally have my apartment. And she was like, will you just please marry her at Ooh. the end of this trip? Well, like, dude, Jesus. Let's be real about that then. I mean, obviously, this is being discussed outside of you. you oh, know? it's been discussed for years. This is being well, discussed. Well, then maybe at this point, if that's really what her expectations are, and that's not- really... But uh, why are you having that conversation with your dad and your best friend if you don't have some sort of truth in that? I'm not doing that. I mean, for what... If, if, if I made the agreement at 33 and I said to one of my buddies, like, hey, dude, hey, I'm going to marry this chick if, I, if I'm still desperate and single and alone and, and depressed at 40. And if, if, if I continue that conversation years later, obviously there's some truth in it. I know. I think I, I understand why you go there. I really do. But I think really what the more realistic thing that has happened is, is much like me, sick of answering the question because she's married to her work. She does mornings on a rock station somewhere else, and she's married to her work the way I am. And so, like, she has, because of radio and the fact that you move around a lot, doesn't like to get in serious relationships because she does not. All right. She likes her job where she's at right now. She hates where she lives. So she's kind of like half in, half out on the on the job. She likes the job. She likes the show she's on. She hates the city. So she's kind of half in, half out, looking for another place. So she's just kind of always keeping relationships at arm's length the way I do. And, uh, and now I do it for different reasons. But, uh, you know, so she's doing that. And so I think when her dad's like constantly on her, you know, because her sister's younger, married and have, has a baby now. And, you know, her dad's constantly on her. I think she's just the in passing has said, oh, well, you know, Dan and I have said if we're, you know, if we don't find somebody, we're going to get married. Mm, a lot of ifs, ands, and buts in that, dude. I feel like far more likely is, you know. Well, I know her. I just feel like if Dan and I just had an opportunity, I think that's who it would be. I think if we just had a chance, but we never have a chance. I just feel like well, maybe of course we not. She lives in another country. Well, all I'm saying is I think deep down inside, there's some truth of it to her. And there's a little bit of like, all right, well, she came and saw you this summer. Yeah. And now it's like, hey, come and see me this winter. Dude, there is. There there is some like, well, dude, maybe this is what's going to happen in her mind. It has to be. I don't know. Do we constantly tell each other about the other people we bang and we bitch about the awful things that they do? And we're like, can you believe what this idiot, either guy or chick did? And like, we, I mean, we just had like three of those conversations this week with one another. Um, But dude, if you're having three conversations a week with somebody, there's no doubt in my mind. And they're talking to their- We're really good friends. And they're talking to their significant, or their loved ones, their inner circle, their best friend and their parents and, and the people that they truly trust about some sort of like, hey, this is still going to happen. Dude, she thinks that deep down inside, she holds Sooner on to Sooner or later, it. this was going to happen. It, totally, dude. Totally. I, 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 she's, I think you're crazy to think otherwise. She's, she's, she's already, she, you know what she just did recently? What is that? She freezed her eggs. <laughs> she's, now, she, again, she's 40. I mean, she's, dude, she was born the day after me. We, I mean, we almost have the same birthday even. And, 
Yeah. All right. Maybe I should tell you the other reason she wants me to come to L.A. Get her pregnant. <laughs> No, that's where we met. We were both working for the same bank of radio stations, but at that point they were in different buildings. And we went on to do a radio promotion where we both had to fly to Los Angeles. Now she was kind of raised in LA. And so like, that was the first time we ever met was on the plane. And so like the first time we had ever hung out and like met and became friends was in Los Angeles. She was like, you know, this is kind of like full circle. We'll go back. We'll hang out. We'll go to the Clippers games. We'll do some fun stuff. And Ah, dude, I mean, listen, I met one of my best friends in life in Fresno, California, but he's not like, dude, you know what we're going to do? We're flying back out there and going to relive the magic. So, like, no, no, I don't I, I don't buy that, dude. I mean, I, the, 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 it, that even plays more into my side of she's looking to re-spark that specialness. She's looking to, like, hey, this is where it all started, and this is where we got engaged, and now we're going to get married in L.A. And Stansberry, put a baby up inside of me. <laughs> it's going down, dude. That's what's happening. I'll tell you what's happening. I'm keeping my fat ass in Canton, Ohio, and I'm not going anywhere near any of that because it all sounds messy as hell. I will admit that I have... I could do worse. <laughs> Which I know is... <laughs> I know isn't a ringing endorsement. Yeah. Uh, no, she's a fan. Uh, she is. She's great and going to make some dude very, very happy one day. And I know I will we'll have her uh, like on my team and like my friend forever. But I just don't see us as as a couple. I just don't. I don't. I don't see it now. I, what's weird is my best friend in the world. If I said to, if I called Jessica right now and said, "Hey, I'm going to L.A. to see Heather for Christmas," and you know what? On the way back, we're going to swing by Vegas, see my mom, and we're just going to get married and just pull the plug. She would jump up and down for joy. She tells me all the time, "Will you just marry that girl already?" And so both of your inner circles are having conversations about this on a regular basis. Yeah, we would. Come really, on, dude. Come on. Am I in denial? A little bit there. All right, you know what? I had this thought this morning, and I think women are going to hate this. Okay, so you're, you're women. I think you're going to think I'm a pig. Okay, but I, I think people. I think when guys like me say they, they don't they don't want to get married, I think what people hear is, oh, he just wants to bang every chick walking around. That's right. of course not not true. I'm 40. Oh. You have an idea how hard it is to really like successfully sleep around at 40. It's tough because most people kind of grow up and they're like, no, dude, I'm not just going to bang at 40. Like I'm not like, dude, buy me something nice at Christmas time. Let's pretend we like one another and let's move in together. I am not against marriage over monogamy. My problem is not monogamy. I could totally be faithful to one woman. My problem with marriage is, is the cohabitation. You have to live here. That part I don't like. I could totally, I, I'm, I, I would marry somebody tomorrow as long as they continue to live in their house. And I know women just went, well, what kind of commitment is that? Well, it's the kind I want. <laughs> if somebody can find that, I'm totally down with it. It's just, dude, I'm not the kind of person who wants to share my living space with you. I don't even like when people come over to my house. I don't like it. It's very, it's like, dude, get out of here. And I say this a lot. It's because, dude, I give so much of me away that at home, I'm kind of like, nah, bro, this is locked down. Stay the hell out of here. I was just kind of the way I've always been. Tommy's on, you know, Facebook telling me, just tie the knot, pussy. Yeah, I mean, dude, yeah, this is just the way I've always been. You've always been sad and lonely, too. Maybe it's time to maybe it's time to let someone break those walls down, Sansbury. Yeah, like, this guy's reminding me of this. So when she came into town... Over the summer, we went to a couple of shows at Blossom, and I remember saying, like, dude, don't get me wrong. I love her. She's great. We have fun together. But, like, there's not that thing. There's not that thing inside that's like, oh, my God, I can't. Like, I don't have that I can't live without her thing. I enjoy talking to her. And when, when we, you know, when we don't speak for a few weeks and we catch up, it's fun. And I laugh a lot. She's really funny. 
If I keep talking, it's just going to sound like I want to marry them. I was going to say, dude, come on. She's fun. It's a lot of fun. We're good. And, like, dude, you know, the concept of, like... The nicest real boobs at 40 maybe you've ever seen, too. The concept of... She'd be so happy I said that. She would be so happy I said that. Well, you know, I, I don't feel that, like, super magical, you know... I don't. Every month. Well, I, I, I don't know if that's a realistic, you know, thing anymore. I don't know if that's the way that, like, it really works. Well, that's works. sad. Well, I mean, it's true, though. I mean, you know as well... I don't want to think about it like that. Nice. 99% of life is doing things you don't want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like 99%, 95% or 5% of the time, it's not going to be magic. It's not going to be like, oh, look at her and how special she is. It's going to be, hey, take the trash out. Hey, we've got to do this. Oh my gosh, we got to pay this bill on time. But it's that 5% of when you are like, oh my God, this is the best person on the planet. That's what you're going for. 95% of the time, you're not going to have that feeling with her. Man, way to sell me. <laughs> Well, I mean, wait well, to sell I mean, me. it's either it's, it's either that or die alone, dude. I mean, it's either make that concession or just continue where you've been. I like where I'm at. I I do. I like it, man. Have you listened to the show for the last three years? Oh yeah, I like where I'm at. No, you don't, dude. I gotta tell you, uh, dude. Being <laughs> alone, doing whatever you want, come and going as you please, playing golf whenever I feel like it. It's dude. It's not the worst. It's not. It's not the worst. Like I said, it's not monogamy. I'd be fine with it. Just I just need a little bit of me. Like, dude, I need to be left the hell alone. I hate being... Bo- just leave me alone. Like, just, dude, can't you just live over there? We'll hang out three times a week. Uh, yeah, fine. Rings. Here you go. Take it. Jewelry. Fine. Go. Go. But, like, you got to live here? That's the part? Really? You're like, I'm already giving you all of my free time. You now have to live here, too? Nah, I'm not down with it. I'm not. I don't like it. I, I'm not down with the cohabitating. Not a big fan of it. We'll be back to close out the program next on The Sandsbury Show. 106.9. Welcome back to The Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9, online, WRQK.com. You were right, by the way, Fantone. Uh, uh, we were talking about that thing that Slate has, this new browser extension that you can download, and it'll pop up and tell you when a Facebook story is fake. And you claimed that people wouldn't believe it. And sure enough, I took, just took this. It says, that thing sounds like the liberal media trying to discredit the conservative news outlets. Facebook has already gotten in trouble before for being biased. Just another way to brainwash the sheeple we call Americans. Now, couldn't I argue that before this thing is implemented that we need to like keep an open mind to it? Because what if it then discredits sites that you consider to be ultra liberal what if it says no that's not true over there right like that's i mean it's gonna happen on both sides i mean or at least it could we don't know that it's just gonna be not just gonna say all the conservative stuff is is false and everything on on the left hand side is right we don't know that to be true yet but you were right people just don't want to admit that it didn't take long didn't take long it did not Big plans for today, buddy? Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, it's Wednesday, so I have to head over to the Sark County Hunger Task Force. That's to, right. Uh, You're to, taking the... Uh, uh, you, like, collect, like, bags and stuff from the, like, the grocery store and, like, are help packing lunches for kids, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the uh, this is the final one of the year because the kids is will be, it? On, they'll be on vacation next week. This is the last week of school, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah. The year because, you know, New Year's right around the corner. Which, crazy to think. I mean, this is the last week of school. Once kids go to school or winter break, dude, that's the halfway point of the school year. So, like, if you have a kid in the seventh grade, Ugh. dude, it's almost halfway over. It's crazy to think about. What time are you heading over there? Uh, one thirty, I think. Oh. 
I'm not going to be back. Until. What do you got going on? What's well, no? I just points? I got about two thousand bags in my house that I've been saving, and Bring I wanted here. I wanted to send them with you. Yeah, but this yeah, is the last one of the year. Well, that's all right. I'll be back at it in January. There's, there's a, a did shortage. you see in the break room? There's yeah. a ton of those. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, then I'll bring them in tomorrow. Yeah, bring them in tomorrow. Yeah, there's they, listen. There's going to be hungry kids all the time, so I'll be at the Stark County Hunger Task Force right. later this afternoon. Well, now I'm not going to tell you what I'm doing. <laughs> what are you going to do? Something yeah. terrible? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Tell me. You know what? I might be back by one thirty, and if I am, I'll swing by. But um. This sounds so selfish now. This is why I should have went first. <laughs> should have went first. If it makes you feel any better, before going to the Sark County Hunger Task Force, I'm going to watch pro wrestling. I'm going to sit around and post show. Like, it's not going oh, to be. Oh, thank God. Okay, yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's not like okay. I'm doing all good stuff all day. All right. Well, I'm going to the heated driving range at Skyland Park. There you go. I was wondering, dude. Stansbury's got the, yeah. uh, got the sticks out. He's got the uh, clubs out. Well, okay. When it gets really cold, you don't want to keep them in the trunk of the car because, you, okay. know I mean? uh, you know nope. uh, what I mean? You know, okay. The, the, the adhesive on the club heads and stuff will, you okay. know, harden and snap and all that kind of stuff. So I didn't bring the whole bag. I just brought, you know, you go to the range, you, you do a little practice session. So I brought my 60 degree, I uh, brought my 56 degree, my eight iron, and then my hybrid. And that kind of like through those four clubs, it kind of like stretches the bag and like, okay, well, you know, the eight's kind of like the mid iron practice club. And then got the hybrid, which is like, you know, the practice, you know, from the T box club there and brought two different wedges for different lofts and different lies and that kind of stuff. And we're going to head out to Skyland and Good. see if, uh, if we can, dude, I haven't hit a golf ball in a while. It's making me nuts. That's what I was going to say, dude, is honestly, it's been a while since you talked about it. And it's making most, me nuts. Most people who play golf are like, eh, well, yeah, of course it's been a while. It's December. And, uh, but you're not most people that play golf and, and 45 and, uh, and no snow on the ground. I'm going to play. I think you need to. I think you need to get out there and uh, go let the thing sing, dude. Let it rip. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Aside from that, we're done for the day. We'll be back at it live tomorrow morning, six a.m. on Rock One Hundred Six Nine. You guys have a great afternoon. See you.